Hey, everybody. Welcome to our holiday horror special 2020 when, you Yay. know, horror is the name of the game. So, uh, yeah, hey, we are glad and happy to be here after this long, long year. And uh, we just wanted to give you all a, a special holiday treat. So, Sojourners, tonight we're going to be playing once more Ten Candles. A role-playing game of tragic horror by Stephen Dewey. Woo! Oh, Spooky. Up in there. Anyway, <clears throat> so um, tonight we have with us some of our regulars. We've got Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Hello, I'm Sharon. And we have Jesse. Hello, all. Good to be back. I'm excited for some dark, twisted Christmas fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Krampus won't be involved or anything. You know, it's not. No, no. Cthulhu, maybe. Cthulhu. I don't know yet. We it's love Cthulhu candles. on this podcast. And being very festive this evening, in addition to the rest of our ugly sweater, uh, Christmas sweater themes, is Elaine. Hey, everybody. It's good to be back on the podcast. She was with us for our last uh, horror holiday special at Halloween, the Halloween horror <laughs> holiday special. And Especially to start with an H. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Heschel. Used to be a Heschel. Holiday Heschel. And so if you haven't uh, been with us before uh, for one of these, and if you don't know what 10 Candles is, you will notice in the upper uh, left part of the screen, you'll notice the candle cam. And candle cam will be keeping track of our candles for the evening. We've got 10 of them. I'm not going to say that if it didn't start getting late, I might accidentally blow a couple out. <laughs> it still counts. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so 10 candles is played with 10 candles. It's also played with uh, 10 six sided dice. And when we start the evening, our characters, our players, will have access to all 10 of those dice when they're rolling. As candles go out, though, their pool of dice will go down. And in any given scene, as they roll ones, those ones will also go away until the beginning of the next scene, which would be the next candle. And so what they're trying to do is roll sixes and not roll ones. And then they're also trying to roll more sixes than I do in my pool of dice, which I start off with zero. But if you <laughs> roll more sixes than I do, then you have control of the narrative. You knock down a door, you can say what's behind it. You, you win a, a combat against some creature, the them of our story, then, well, you get to narrate how that goes. But if I win narrative control, then I get to describe how it goes. Now, sure, if they won, they won. But I can still make it rough on them. In any case, we are both advocate and adversary of our characters trying to make a, a good game here. Oh, let's see. What else we got? Um, oh, on some podcast notes, uh, the Gothic podcast has finished its first season. All the episodes are available wherever you find your podcasts. 
So please go take a listen and rate us, review us. Check us us out. Check us out. That's (laughs) not an ugly ugly sweater. Your ugly sweater is our logo. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) I don't really have any ugly sweaters. I have nice sweaters. Yeah, I actually had to go out and find a couple. Fun fact, actually, I bought two sweaters, which I thought were fairly ugly. And I was going to wear the other one, but it didn't fit over my head. But please come check out our show. Mine is <laughs> this. That's a baby. Amazing. Very nice slow That's pan, right. by the way. For those of you who are listening to this later without video, um, I am wearing a Santa stripper pole sweater. <laughs> Very holiday specific. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What else do we have? So season two is coming up. Uh, the first episode will drop the first week of January. But if you want to get a little head start on that, you can join our Patreon at the $5 a month and higher level and uh, listen to our session zero of the new system that we're going to be playing for season two, which is uh, one called Dead of Night. And I think everybody's pretty excited about Dead of Night. Uh, we've We've gotten a a couple of episodes uh, recorded already, and it's been been a hoot so far. Yeah, yeah. Session zero was really fun. It's you know, it's always fun to learn a new game system. But uh, yeah, I was uh, I was pretty happy with how it turned out. Yeah, I guess what I meant to yeah. say is that like rarely does like learning a new system game system like end up going so smoothly and just you know like the system learning the system didn't get in our way. I felt like. Yeah, except we died. Well, I mean, most die in all of Patrick's games. <laughs> well, you, that's not true. <laughs> Wait a minute. Just you just get really close a lot. <laughs> and that's what makes ten it candles. By the way, the tagline on the on the book is a role playing game of tragic horror. So, sojourners listening out there in the night just remember all these characters tonight are going to die that's just how it goes all right but we do need to get started so let's light some candles let's create some characters yeah create some characters light some candles so i'm going to light three candles you guys can be thinking excuse me you guys can be thinking about virtues and vices the first thing we're going to do is write down virtues on our uh, index card. Remember, virtues are supposed to solve more problems than they create. And they can be things like lucky, daring, merciful, streetwise, handsome, strong. Um, And then after you guys have some virtues written down, we'll work on some vices. Let me light some candles. We're all to just write one. Yep. What's that? Okay. Just making sure we're just writing one virtue and one at this time yep yeah yeah all right everybody have their virtues written down yes okay so now we need to write down a vice now vices create more problems than they solve examples are greedy controlling uh, controlling compulsive rash or more physical um, vices or drawbacks as you might call them like uh, being blind or paraplegic all right now Before the game started, we were all foresightful enough, and after our last game of uh, 10 candles, uh, (laughs) to um, everybody now has a 
a seating chart as if oh, we yeah. were sitting around a real table. There we go. Okay, it's on my virtue card. Now, you guys have all played Ten Candles at least once before, and now you know that these virtues and vices that you've written down don't go for your character, but rather for one of the characters nearby. Right. So, virtues are going to be passed. Can you see the air quotes? They're going to be passed to the right. Passed to the right. Yes. Virtues to the right. Skipping me. That's if we were facing the imaginary center of the imaginary circle we've drawn, right? Yes, indeed. So, Sharon, the virtue you wrote down will go to Elaine. Okay. Elaine, the one you wrote down will go to Jesse. Jesse, the one that you wrote down will go to Sharon. Okay. All right. So, let's see. And then the vice. Oh, wait. (laughs) I guess you kind of have to do that. So, do you want to show them to um, two people? Sure. Go ahead. So um, hold up your vice to the camera and hope that the others can read it. Your vice? I'm sorry, your virtue. Okay. I'm reading ahead on the script. We're doing it one at a time? Um, might be best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Or not. Or not. <laughs> or not. I have it all written down. I know, Jesse, this is yours. <laughs> okay. Elaine, this is yours. Thank you. And Sharon has hers too. Everybody Why does mine look backwards? Oh, because I'm never mind. It's fine. <laughs> we're yeah, good. mine looks backwards to me. <laughs> exactly. It took me a minute to go. Oh wait, we're good. Yeah. Welcome to the 21st century, everybody. Woo. <laughs> okay. Now vices are going to go the opposite direction. Okay. So Elaine, the vice you wrote down will go to Sharon. Sharon, the vice you wrote down will go to Jesse. Jesse, the vice you wrote down will go to Elaine. Huh? All right. We good? That's original music from me. (laughs) (laughs) Played on my mouth. So now you've got virtues and vices. Uh, Those are the virtues and vices uh, for your characters now. So because last time we had some confusion about this, Jesse. Yes. Scratch out the vice uh, and the virtue that you gave to someone else. (laughs) I also you just, that. <laughs> just scratch that out. You don't need to worry about that anymore. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Okay. Uh, Ten Candles is a lot like Monster of the Week, which is what we've uh, played for the first season of the Gothic podcast. And even a lot like uh, Dead of Night, which is what we're working with in the second season, which means that the story doesn't really come together until we start playing it. I don't even know what the bad guy is going to be, what them are (laughs) yet. Oh, I have some ideas, but you guys are really going to be, or one of you in particular is really going to be uh, affecting what that is here shortly. So, um, but we have to have some place to start. And so where we are, Uh, What this module is that we are playing tonight is we are in the mall. That's right. It's holiday season, Christmas time, and we are in the mall. Why you're there, I don't know. We're going to find that out here in a minute. But uh, it's it's night. You are there for whatever reason, and that's that's the setting. We're going to start off with screams and even gunshots and other sounds of horror at the beginning. But before that, 
You just thought it was an ordinary night at the mall. So now you get to create your concepts. Make sure that you, um, you need to do your name. You'll need a name and you will need uh, your look, you know, what, what you look like to other people. And then just a, a couple of lines of your concept, whether that's skateboard kid trying to shoplift from Hot Topic or a store owner or security cop. You don't have to go into a lot of detail, but we need a general sense of who you are. And you can write these down on an index card too. They will not be passed to anyone else. These are your characters. But now at least you know what your vices and your virtues are. Why do I always start with vices? Golly, Patrick, why do you? Golly, I don't know. <laughs> as a reminder as well, while people are getting their concepts down, once all 10 candles are lit, um, even if they go out accidentally, it still counts as a candle going out. So candles will go out when players roll poorly. Uh, in other words, they roll uh, no sixes and have no means of fixing that. There are options in this game of being able to do some re-rolling, and that's why we're making these cards up, because as we go along, players can burn these cards. I will do the burning here to be safe. Uh, I, have, I have a special receptacle for the, um, for the acceptance of the uh, burned material. <laughs> for the offerings. For the offering. <laughs> It's a little disturbing to me that um, I I chose the cloth for the candle cam that I did. Uh, we've got candles circling this um, arcane symbol. Summoning runes of Cthulhu. It's, it's disturbing to you, and yet you still chose it? We'll be sacrificing these cards along the way. <laughs> if strange things happen, it's not my fault or the tech. It's probably Cthulhu. Do you, uh, does everybody have their concepts? No, we're not yes. ready yet. Excellent. Um, Sharon, go ahead and start us off. Who are you? Uh, I will be playing Blake Winters. He's a 17-year-old high school himbo who works part-time at the Seas Candies in the mall. Where is it that he works? Uh, Seas Candies. I see. A. Um, how about you, Jesse? What do you got? Um, Kyle, I'm Kyle Ritter. Uh, I'm a 16-year-old theater kid. Um, versed in all aspects of the theater, you know, stage managing, lights, sound, um, but really love to be on stage, but I never quite get the lead role. Excellent. What's going to have brought you to the mall tonight? Did you just see the best new movie? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you asked it. Shopping for gifts, perhaps? <laughs> um, yeah, sh shopping for gifts for the theater department <laughs> um, for w one particular member of the theater department that I fancy. Aww. All right. Uh, and Elaine, who are you this evening? I am going to be playing as Theodora Olson or Theo. She is the owner of Plants and Things in the mall. Um, we sell houseplants, incense, crystals, and terrariums. Kind of witchy, knows a lot about plants and their medicinal properties. Also keeps several familiars in the form of rescue cats who come around just at the right time. Nice. Nice. How old are you, Blake? Did you say? I'm 17. We're going to go ahead and say Theodore is in her 30s. Okay. Uh, how about Kyle? 16. Kyle, 16. All right. Uh, Great. All y'all moms. Okay. Guess what? Now we light three more candles. Ooh, three more candles. Maybe. 
always the uh, fun part, hoping that the candles will light. Yeah, that one just like dimmed down real small. Oh, uh, yeah. No, little candle, you can do it. Oh, all of them over there are a little bit, uh, a little bit rough. They could go out at any moment. Those ones you just lit. Oh, here it comes. It's coming back. It's making a comeback. <laughs> yeah, what if you can't get it lit? Ah. Well, that's one we thing. Lost. But if I get it lit and then it goes out, then that's yeah. different. <clears throat> the next thing that we're going to do, and this is one that you will put on a separate index card um, for yourself, is uh, we need to plan your moments. Now, moments are that time when it's something you want to achieve. Maybe it's uh, like for Kyle, maybe it is uh, finding that perfect gift for that special somebody. Um, maybe for um, Blake, it's um, um, getting off work <laughs> <laughs> or, or whatever it happens to be. It, this should be something that would give you hope. And it should be something that would give you hope in this scenario. Because otherwise, it's not going to do a whole lot of good for you. Now, when you come to a moment where you, where we're working toward you having your moment, this is going to be your time for your character to shine. And so, you know, make it make it something where you you can be doing something special. But when you when and it should also be something that that could fail that you may not be able to to do. And when it looks like you might be able to succeed in your moment, before we roll any dice during a conflict, say, I'm making a shot at my moment here, and we'll burn your moment, and then you roll your dice, and if you succeed, then you get what is called a hope dice. And your hope dice gets added to your personal pool. Nobody else gets to use it, just you, uh, and it stays with you um, throughout the game. It will only go away under very special circumstances. And the hope dice will succeed on a five or six. Now, it doesn't count toward narrative control, but it does count toward successes. So other, other six-sided dice will just succeed on a six, but hope dice succeed on a five or six. So take a few moments, um, something personal to your character, a moment for them to shine. Um, I have some examples and you want to start it off with, I will find hope. <laughs> so might be like, I will find hope when I find a copy of cyberpunk 2077 that has no bugs or <laughs> I will find hope as one of them lies dead at my feet. You can anticipate the fact that we're going to be doing a horror game here. <laughs> you don't have to go into the moment based just on what your character would know. Um, or, I will find hope in eating no fewer than three flavors of ice cream at the Baskin Robbins. Things like that. And you just get one of them. Sharon wants to do a musical episode sometime. So we've all got to practice a little bit more because our show is improv and we don't know what'll happen. And now I've lost the tune completely and forevermore. Please tell me you have your moments. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, go ahead and tell us what those are. I don't know if mine's going to work. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with my first thought. Okay. 
Patrick, I'm afraid mine doesn't work. Oh, okay. Well, ask me about it. That's fine. Okay. I will find hope when I see a weakness in my enemy. Wow. Hmm. Well, it does mean that if you um, if you fail that, then you you may influence how many weaknesses the enemies have. <laughs> if you don't see any. Boys. Uh, <laughs> is that a what, it, what do you want me to do? It's it's a pretty tough one too because okay. um, in in ten candles, although we are of course doing a modified version of ten candles, but in the straight up ten candles game, the the bad guys them only have one weakness. It oh, is okay. the light. I see. That said, can it can can my hope be just seeing one of my cats? <laughs> <laughs> or is that too vague and too easy? That is too easy to so achieve. To the other end. <laughs> what is the likelihood of your cats being in the mall? They oh, they stay in my shop. Oh, they stay in the shop. Yeah, we're assuming this is oh, we're assuming this is Portland, where that would be okay. <laughs> um, okay, but how then about I will rethink it? How about saving one of your cats? Or... Oh, there we go. Saving a cat. At least one cat. Saving at least one cat. Or you could put saving all of your cats. Cat, parenthesis, S. <laughs> cat and or cats. <laughs> I, I think it says here um, in the form of rescue cats. Yeah, plural. I have plural. Rescue cats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. There's mine. <laughs> all right. So how about uh, Kyle? Does Kyle have a... Kyle, uh, I will find hope. Um when my theater knowledge pays off, when something happens and I'm able to protect others or, and or they see me for the star I truly am. Uh, all right. I like that. Seeing, being seen for the heroic type. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of how that, uh, that seems to translate. Yeah. Yes. I was humming and, about mine, not about yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'll go and Blake. <laughs> uh, I will find hope when I lift someone's spirits by making them laugh. Okay. Through laughter. Yes. I was on the fence about it, but I'm just going to go with it. See what happens. Will our, will our audience count? Uh, sure. So through laughter, I would allow, I would allow humor as well. I mean, they may not, may not laugh out loud. Maybe they're laughing inside. <laughs> it's on the inside that counts. It's on the inside. So great. Now we can be working toward those moments as we go along, but uh, and, and you can keep those as those can still be character aspects of your character, just like the vices and virtues. Even once you burn them, they can still be part of your character. Um, but once you burn your moment. You will not have another opportunity to get that hope dice if you didn't manage to do it in that moment. Guess what? We light three more candles. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, it's hot. Oh, my sweater's on fire. Oh, no, the candles are being lit. E-lights are, like, surprisingly potent. Candles freak me out, not going to lie. <laughs> another adjustment made from the last game. I have put everything within arm's reach of me this time. I don't actually yeah. have to get up and go to a completely different part yeah. of the room. <laughs> so a little expedited. <laughs> All right. There is only one candle left to light. And then we're going to take a break. Um, and then when we come back, we'll start playing. But that last candle 
uh, before it happens, there is still something fairly important to do. And one of those things is we have to come up with brinks. Now, brinks are bad things. This is not what a character is, but what a character is capable of. A brink should be secret, but it is also not going to be yours. You are going to be giving it to the character to your left. So as a reminder, that means that um, Sharon will be... Yes, they do Elaine, Elaine to Sharon, Sharon to Jesse. Not quite, because uh, oh. this is slightly different. We include Patrick on this one. We include me on this one, because oh, the excellent. person to the person to my right, uh, which is Sharon on my chart, will be telling me what they have seen that the, the them, the bad things, what they are capable of. The only limit is you can't give them a weakness, but you can uh, do pretty much anything else. Uh, you can, uh, let's see, you can say, I have seen them tear someone in half with their claws or leap three stories down in the atrium, or I, I have uh, seen them and they were summoned by us. You know, you can pretty much go with whatever you want to go with, except for all I have to do is spritz them with water and they will die. <laughs> you can't, you can't give them a weakness. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, just real quick. Uh, last time we played 10 candles, I think I also did the them. Um, do we want to maybe reverse the order just for this one thing so that somebody else can get a chance to uh, craft the. Are people already writing down um, brinks for. Yeah, I was. Yeah, so. Now go ahead, Sharon. It's all right. Okay. Can, and then I will be writing down the brink for um, Kyle. The brink itself should be something like, it should be pretty short. I have seen you and then one word kind of thing. So it could be things like kill, rage, flee, cry, lie, and then be a bit more specific about what you, that character, have specifically seen them do. Um, so if I said, I have, you know, if it's, I've seen you cry, then maybe it's, um, yeah, I, I saw you in the bathroom, you know, once all this started and you were a, a piddling, messy ball of awful angst and, and, and horror, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Going with the horrible handwriting part, if you guys want to message one another the appropriate stuff, <laughs> then um, I encourage that. Oh, you mean the brink? Keep it secret. Yeah, yeah, we need to keep it secret. But uh, we also have bad handwriting. Let's see if I can write this down and hum at the same time to give us our background music. <laughs> no, that's inappropriate. Sorry. <laughs> um, and what um, what mine will be for Kyle's is what they have seen him do. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And you're just going to message me that? Yeah. So although things will have only recently started, things will have started. So bad things will have already gone down in the mall at the point that we will start after the break. Um, okay. Let's see. How does this work? Mm -hmm. I have seen. So I have seen Elaine's character, Theo. Yes. Er, yeah. Doing something. You have seen them doing something. You have seen them kill. You have seen them lie. You have seen them do something bad. It's bad. It should cause more problems than it solves again. 
It's what that character is capable of. And now all of these are going to be stacked up in a pile. And we have to go through them, once they're in that pile, we have to go through them in order of that pile. We can't use the one below and burn it for effect uh, until the one above it is revealed or is, is gone so that it is revealed. What that means is that, um, so if your moment is the very first thing top on your list, then you have to come to your moment before you can do anything else. But that does give you a chance, a really good chance early on to get your uh, hope dice. The problem is only one of you can have your moment at the very top. So you have to fight over that. <laughs> okay, Jesse, here I sent yours to the message. Thank you. All right. And so whenever you burn a virtue or vice card, you can re-roll all of the ones that you rolled during that particular roll. And then that reveals whatever card is below it. Sharon, too, did you get so. yours? Which you can continue using. I've not gotten it yet. No. Did you get mine, Elaine? What chat, what chat is everybody using? Okay. Messenger. We have too many chats. Um, so, yes, virtues and vices can be burned to reroll once. Moments you have to declare ahead of time, but those uh, with a success, you gain the hope dice. If you don't have a success, you have lost hope. <laughs> okay. Now, the thing is that once you burn that moment card, then if there was a virtue or vice underneath it, then that is now available for you to use for any rerolls that you might need. The brink should be the very last card in the pile and should be turned face down. I mean, it would be in a normal game. You, don't, you already know what it is, so you don't have to worry about that. But a brink, you don't burn it. You, you can keep using it to reroll all of your dice until... Um, until you fail. If you use a brink to reroll all your dice and you fail, then you burn your brink card and you lose your hope dice. Now, later on, as I get more dice and I'm gaining control of the narrative more and more, if you want, you can choose to, on a success of your own, but one in which you did not gain narrative control, you can voluntarily darken a candle to seize narrative control. But otherwise, it works just like regular. And then um, if there's a dire conflict, um, one that I've said is dire or that you argue is dire uh, because it could be dangerous in some way, then if there's a failed dire conflict, any character may choose to voluntarily die, and that will allow you to seize narrative control. You'll still die, <laughs> but you also can seize narrative control. I don't recommend it. Then you just have to watch as the rest of us, you know, play. And yeah, I think that's that's that. I can't I can't actually kill you until the last scene, but I can make life pretty rough, and I can kill people around you all I want if I have narrative control. Of course, you can, including cats. You're important to me. Cats <laughs> are people too. So a ranger stack, brink on the bottom. Oh, brink has to be on the bottom. Okay. Brink has to be on the bottom. Write down on your card that talks about you, write down um, your inventory. Mm. This is going to be um, what is on your character, just what they would have on them. Anything else will be uh, acquired through checks. Okay. 
And while our cast is doing that, um, we're going to take a short break. So uh, now's your chance to go refill your drinks, uh, you know, all that good stuff. And we will see you back here after the break. Uh, Give us a few minutes and we'll be right back. And we're back, everybody. Yeah, so now we're all spookified here at the mall. The uh, the lights have gone out. There's screams in the distance. Um, people may already have died. I don't know. I don't know what's been going on. But uh, before we venture into the mall itself, uh, we do have one more thing to do. We, uh, in Ten Candles, the characters have made recordings. Now, in the case of these characters, it may be uh, recordings that uh, they made to friends before they headed off to the mall, maybe a TikTok, maybe uh, something that um, the, a shop owner put out on their uh, website, or maybe just a video message to friends or whatever it is. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to record those. Uh, we're going to have Blake's first, then Kyle's, and then Theo's. Uh, give me one second. And uh, are you, uh, you guys knew ahead of time you were going to have to do this, a uh, little bit of cheating on that part, but uh, you have played before. So um, is everybody ready to go with theirs? Mm-hmm. Ready. Okay. All right. It's your boy, Blake. A lot of you have been asking me for introductions to my beautiful lady co-workers who I talked about in my videos sometimes, and I finally got all of their permission. So here we are at the Seas Candies. Uh, Trudy, my carpool buddy, who said she was going to sell me her car when she gets too old to drive it. So that's another 40 years, right, Trudy? Uh, this is Ruthie, my work grandma. She knitted me this heckin' adorable and super warm sweater. Uh, Ginger, mistress of the truff- truffle shuffle. She's our best saleswoman. Don't ask her for free stuff. Uh, Jean, the queen of clean, our best closer, except me. Uh, and then this is uh, Edith. Uh, she's the expert of sugar-free, chocolate-free, gluten-free, any kind of free you could think of. She's the brave heart of candy. Uh, Evelyn, our lady of lollipops. Thank you, Evelyn. And uh, this is Bernadette, the mind behind it all, a.k.a. our manager, a.k.a. actually Ju- Dame Judy Dench in real life. And uh, anyway, those are the seven grannies of Mall 17. All right, I'm going to go be a mall rat. Your homework is to watch this on repeat until you memorize my granny's names. There's going to be a quiz later. Hi, this is Kyle. I'm just uh, way excited to be uh, shopping for all of my cast and crew that have been working really hard on this production of It's a Wonderful Life. Um, we're really excited to be putting it on this weekend at the high school um seven o'clock every night uh, friday saturday and sunday um i'm way excited and these 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 people have been so amazing and i just really want to show them how much i appreciate how much they work they put into this production so i'm off to get them some wonderful gifts um thank you and please come see the show well happy holidays everyone i'm just reaching out saying thank you for shopping local and thank you for patroning my store i am just so so happy to have seen all your smiling faces so thanks again i hope you and yours stay safe and have a great great holiday um yeah from us here at plants and things happy holidays there are 10 candles burning 
That means that in your pool of dice, you have 10 dice. If you roll any ones, then those ones get set aside until the candle goes out and we start a new scene. Each time a candle goes out, you will start with one less dice, but I will get that die and be able to use it myself to roll and try to gain narrative control. <clears throat> so the lights are on, but only the emergency lights. But a lot of the Christmas lights are going, flashing on the giant tree in the main section of the mall in the big three-story atrium where the shops on the various levels can be seen showing their own Christmas lights in many cases. But other than the Christmas lights, it's just the red emergency lights marking the exits and a few interior emergency lights in various shops. And apparently a number of people have flashlights and uh, or phones that they are using as flashlights. And you see a lot of that, but you also hear screaming, screaming from around the mall, as well as um, things that sound maybe like fighting or, or uh, maybe even gunshots. It, some of it's very distant and you're not sure. Now, as we begin, I want to remind our players and our listeners that in 10 Candles, well, there won't be survivors, but that's more or less as in real life, too. None of us make it out alive, after all. And in the end, it's what we do with the time before the end that matters. So let's find out what our characters, Blake, Kyle, and Theo, will do before night comes fully. All right. Well, where would you like to begin? Where is everybody? Work. We're, we're starting kind of in media res, though, right? You are, yes. So yeah. um, are you still in uh, plants and things, Theo? I think I would have like ushered people in and closed my doors to go use the back corridors to escape. Okay. Um, would either of you be those people that uh, Theo has ushered into her shop, Kyle um, and Blake? Um, actually, for Kyle, I think Kyle was checking out the food court, having a little snack, and dives into the seas candies. Okay. Uh, who's who's working with you there at the shop? Uh, it's uh, all hands on deck uh, for the rest of the holiday season. Those uh, those those uh, build your own box of truffles are really popular, uh, and we have a heck of a deal going on right now. Um, mm -hmm. So so it's uh, it's all of us, me and the seven grannies. <laughs> all right. So now there are screams and such. Uh, who, who did you get in to the uh, shop with you, Theo? Apparently my shop is very lonely. So now I'm just running through the back. There are other people in the mall. It's not just these two. Uh, and there's your cats, of course. But well, of uh, course. But you were trying to get you were trying to get people into into your shop to some sort of safety. You don't know what's going on. Could be a could be a terrorist. Could be a a shooter. Could be could be a something mistaken for something horrible going on. Um, so as you're trying to do that, let's um, let's do the first roll of ten candles. You get ten dice to roll early. Am I supposed to be rolling for something? I don't. Mm. This is not roll a die. Well, Mall patrons? Yeah. You're rolling to save mall patrons. <laughs> Am I? You want sixes and not ones. That's all you're all okay. you're looking for here. 
And do I roll everything? You roll all 10. You don't roll the um, right. The dice the that is colors. a different color. Okay, so we've got, oh shit, two ones and no sixes. Oh dear. Out of 10? Yep. <laughs> all right. Theoretically possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yes, it is. <laughs> so you have perhaps some options available to you. What is on the top of your stack? Uh, my vice. Okay. So if you want to burn your vice, you can do so. Um, but you don't have to yet. Uh, you can save that for later when when it's more important. Uh, but um, but yeah. So uh, if you do burn that vice, then you will be able to re-roll those ones. So what would you like to do? Let's let's go ahead and and burn that that vice. I think I can make it work. Okay. So what is your vice? Um, you're you um. We need to, I need to kind of work this into the narration. So. Right, I know. I feel like we should have some kind of musical sting for every time a card burns. Well, no. <laughs> I'm already doing a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lo- I'm already pushing a lot of buttons that I uh, am not used to doing. I do have right. things for when you die, but. Uh, uh, oh. okay, so, I'm sorry, what was, what was your vice? My vice is lazy. Oh. Okay, so you hear these things, Theo. Uh, you hear screams outside, and you hear um, you hear people yelling, and the sound of things falling over, like like fights and stuff. And um, you uh, you think you should get up out of the chair that you're at behind your counter. Uh, describe your shop to us. Uh, it's one of the smaller shops in the store, so everything feels very, very close. Uh, it's a little muggy because of all the house plants, but I have terrariums hanging from things. I have hanging baskets everywhere, not with cut flowers, but with living um, plants. There's like a couple of cat beds and there's a handful of kitties running around. But it's, it's uh, you know, it feels like you're in like a witch's cabin a little bit. There's incense that are burning. There's lots of little crystals and knickknacks. Um, but I assume that there's an easy gate to pull down, and I'm just looking for somebody that'll be a little bit more of a leader than myself right now. Okay. Well, um, maybe you will find them. Maybe you will not. Uh, all that burning your vice does is allow you to re-roll those ones. So just right. the ones. Yep. Got two of them. Yeah, no. That's a three and a two. Okay. Uh, what's on top of your stack? How I will find hope. Oh, your moment. Yeah, so you would have needed to do a burn that one beforehand, but uh, I wouldn't have advised it in any yeah. case. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm afraid Theo that uh, you 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 get up and and you head over to the door, but you know you you know you were a little bit you know you were feeling a little bit lazy earlier. You were wanting to do some things, so you already had had locked the door, and so a few people had come by and tried um, tried to get in maybe. But uh, unable to do so because the door is already locked, even though you were supposed to be open for another uh, half an hour or so. And just like that, a candle will be snuffed out. Dang. I mean, it's okay. We have more candles than we did last time, but like, <laughs> boy. <laughs> it's coming fast. Yep. Let's see. Where shall I start? With the last one I lit? <laughs> start there. Right there. That one. That one. You like my new that one. Uh, candle snuffer? 
Oh, yes. You did get a candle snuffer. All right. Um, well. So do we lose the die now or at the next turn? I think it's now, right? A candle has been snuffed out. Now, what we do after that happens is, well, you all get rid of one of the dice in your pool. I take that into my own pool. So I now have one dice that I get to roll. And then also, we are now going to do something uh, that is called the uh, speaking of truths. I don't know if you remember speaking of truths from last time, but uh, when we do truths, you get to say anything as a truth. Uh, one thing becomes true in the story, but that thing can be pretty much anything. It cannot be about a weakness about the about them, but other than that, it can be pretty much whatever. You can you can say, for instance, uh, Kyle. You could say, or I'm sorry, um, Theo. You could say, uh, despite the door being locked, somebody is outside, and then we can work on getting the door unlocked and and getting them in when the when things happen or. You know, you could say something about equipment you find. We're so bad at this. Like, there are plenty of flashlights in the candle shop, even though it's a candle shop. <laughs> and and so they can build off of one another, or they can be completely separate from one another. This is where that whole part about you being advocate and adversary of your characters comes in, because you can say uh, things that are not as good for you all, too. If you're opening a door... And going into a new room, you might say, and we see the shadows are writhing with movement. Now, it's one thing, so you can't say a bunch of details, but anybody have questions about those? Um, we'll start by saying, uh, I will say, uh, these things are true. The world is dark. And then we will go around and there are nine candles left. So we will have nine truths. And we start with the character who caused all of this to happen in this case, uh, which will be Theo. So Theo will start, then we'll go to Sharon, um, and then Jesse, I'm oh, sorry, Sharon, and then me, and then Jesse. And we'll go around and we'll do that until we get to the last truth. And that last truth, truth number nine in this case, we all say together, well, you do. And the line is, and we are alive. And we are alive. Yes. Got it? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> nine candles remain. These things are true. The world is dark, Theo. And I have an emergency kit under the register. And Blake? Uh, there's an employee hall that runs behind all the shops on this side. Our employees only hall. There are some of them in the employees hall. <gasps> Kyle? Uh, we're way too close to the action and I should have actually looked for another place to hide. Hmm. Uh, so your hiding place is unsafe? Seize candies. Yes. It's too close to the action. Okay. And Theo, you get another one. Um, I hear something outside my emergency exit door. So there's something moving outside my emergency exit door. Okay. All right. Blake, you get another one as well. Um, the... Food court is just absolutely packed with now panicking diners. Well, you guys aren't making it easy on yourselves here early on. <laughs> <laughs> the emergency lights in those employee hallways are out. Oh, Kyle, you get one, and this uh, will be the last one before we all do the thing. Um, you might want to give yourself something good to work with here. 
<laughs> I have a sword. No, I'm kidding. You guys are taking this adversary thing to heart. <laughs> we want to go to bed. We want to burn through these candles. <laughs> we just started. I at least I made the stop to get all the hardware I needed before I got all the fancy stuff. Uh, all is a lot. So what did what do you, is it you have? Um, ropes, uh, knives of a sort. Um, they're just kind of like box knives. Uh, tape, things that you'd find when you're building a set or something like that. Screws. Um, all now, are of that these things that you had on you when you came? Yes. This is stuff that I was shopping. That was already for. in your inventory, or no? You were shopping. Oh, for yes, I was. I was shopping, so I have them all in shopping bags. Hmm. Okay. Like duct tape, uh, paints, that kind of stuff. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. It's that's 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 quite a lot still. But how about I will say that you had made many of your purchases, and then we'll see how things go. <laughs> all right. Okay. And now you guys all say it once. And and we, we are, are alive. alive. <laughs> Congratulations, you almost got it this time. Zoom is hard. <laughs> Listeners, go to YouTube and check out our uh, previous uh, Ten Candle special, or listen to it on the podcast. And only if you like secondhand embarrassment a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> we should have a. We should count down. Like three, two, one, and we are alive. That might help. <laughs> I don't think it would do all that much, actually. <laughs> we might have actually tried that last time. I think we did. <laughs> I think it continued to fail <laughs> to work. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we continue on. Okay. Uh, the moment Kyle jumps over the counter into the uh, seas, um, <laughs> I think I start screaming and back away <laughs> towards the, <laughs> towards the uh, door to the employees on the hallway. And um, Kyle, uh, there are apparently um, several people here in C's candles. Um, how many candies? <laughs> sorry, C's <laughs> candies. Uh, eight, including myself. <laughs> you try to light one of the candies, but it's not a candle store, as it turns out. <laughs> Lighting a truffle is not going to work very well. Can't help it. Renaming I haven't been to a podcast to seize candles. <laughs> I haven't been to a mall for a while. Seize candles, but it's spelled S E I Z E. You just like take them. <laughs> oh god! Right. So, how many people are huddled in the uh, candle shop again? Uh, eight, Blake. including me. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Okay. You, Blake, are are headed toward the employee door there. Are you going to uh, try to open it and, and get beyond it or, or what's happening? Yeah, man, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to, there's like, there's like screaming and like gunshots and stuff. And then somebody comes vaulting it over the counter. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to bug out of there. You're opening that, um, that emergency door. Uh, let's find out what you find. Uh, roll um, nine dice. Dice. I get to roll one myself. I'm going to pull out my flashlight Ooh. in real life so I can... Uh... I rolled a six. Oh, no. Okay, let's see what I rolled. I can't see any of them. I rolled at least one six, two sixes, and one one. Two sixes and one one. Do you wish to burn your top card to re-roll that one so as to not lose it for the rest of this scene? You will get it back when the next candle... Um... Uh, uh, sure, yeah. I'll burn my, my top card as my virtue. 
Okay. Remember, you won't get to use it later. I won't get to use lose use the virtue card later. I mean, you have succeeded. Oh, okay. Well, uh, then. And you also have narrative control, so because you have uh, you beat my sixes. I, I rolled one, but you rolled two, so you you outnumbered me. So well, there's that. There, there's a um, strategically speaking, yeah. there is a um, there's a benefit to going through your cards to open up your moment and to open up your brink. But uh, there's also dangers in that for when you might really, really, really need it to reroll yeah. those ones. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I have succeeded. So um, yeah, I'll just I'll keep okay that success. So out of everybody's pool, set aside one of your D6s. So anybody that rolls now should only be rolling eight. Uh, but you do have narrative control, um, Sharon. So Kyle gets the door open, given the truths Bl- of the world. Blake. But Blake. What you, <laughs> ah, doggone it. Um, uh, Blake gets the... Uh, Kyle seems like somebody who would work in a, in a candy shop. Though, <laughs> in a so. candy shop. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the lights are off, right? And... Uh, and there, and there are some of them in the dark somewhere in those employee corridors. But within those boundaries of the truths, you can narrate whatever you want to. Hmm. I'm trying to decide what I should do here. So I go crashing through the door, and uh, the lights are out. Are like the exit lights still on, or is it just all of them? Uh, um, I'd already said that the exit lights are out as my truth. The exit lights are out. So it's like, it's, it's mostly completely dark. There are, it's like a long straight hallway and there are other places where people in other shops have opened up their doors into the employees only hall. Uh, and they're just kind of standing there looking uncertainly into the hall. Uh, and so there's a tiny amount of light. What's the word? Like, uh, illuminating them from behind kind of on down the hall. And so all I can see is uh, silhouettes. And uh, as I pause fearfully in the uh, sudden dark, because that's not how that's supposed to be, one of them gets dragged off its feet and pulled out of the framework of the uh, lit door and uh, into the dark. Ooh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just change my mind and back, back into the store and go, guys, there's something in the hall. Kyle, you are also there, uh, and you apparently affrighted the people in this shop quite a bit, and there are a lot of them. And so <laughs> you... <laughs> it's a very popular package, man. You, uh, you're there. What are you doing? I'm trying to get a good view out of the front windows to the main part of the mall um, to try and glimpse what is going on as well as keeping myself safe. Uh, the um, primary lighting out there is coming from the uh, Christmas tree um, in the, Ooh. in the big atrium there. Now C's candy shop uh, is right next to a candle shop, but it's also, <laughs> it's also right next to um, a place called plants and things conveniently. And uh, both of those are on the second floor and so you kind of see the middle of the of the Christmas tree. That is, uh, it's just this huge, like, forty foot Christmas tree <laughs> that uh, is in the center of the mall. Um, How many floors is this mall? Uh, three. And we're all on the second floor. As far well, you are on the second floor. Yes, Lloyd Center. Okay, C's is on the second floor. There's a plant shop and a candle shop next to us. Right. Yes. 
Did you say, okay. did you just say Floyd Center? Because <laughs> no. I like that. Can that be the name of our mom? <laughs> if I did, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Welcome to the Floyd Center, everyone. <laughs> Floyd Center. Bringing I just you- keep imagining this whole place being Lloyd Center, like literally. I've had horrifying experiences there. <laughs> I used to work at uh, Washington Square, and that was a fun time. And from what I can see through the shop's front windows, um, can I tell the direction of what's going on? Let's find out. Roll some dice. Uh-huh. I'm going to roll some dice. Eight of them. Right. Only eight. Uh, two sixes. One, one. Two sixes, one, one. Do you want to do anything about that one, or do you want to let it go? Uh, I don't know. It kind of depends on the information I get. <laughs> well, so... <laughs> I'll let you know, you will, um, you've already won narrative rights. That was automatic because you have two sixes and I only have one dice. So. <laughs> okay. Um, I will burn my virtue then. Just to reroll the one, one. Yeah. Okay. But you do have narrative Because I don't want to lose the dice, right? Um, I mean, right now there's a lot of them, but it's up to you. And if you want to get through your cards to get down to lower ones. Yeah, I'll burn through my virtue, which is being decisive. Um, That's good. At least one of us is. <laughs> Seems like none of us are too decisive. Here goes the burning. And you did say I do have narrative control. You have narrative control. What do you see? You don't get to describe them except as like shapes or figures. Got it. Until they are revealed. Is everybody okay? I'm sorry that I frightened you. Um, there's something seriously okay, bad man. going on down on the first floor right now. I think we're safe at the moment, but I think we need to try to make it towards the exit. Um, if that hallway is not a good option, then we need to make it to the next shops and try and save it, as many people as we can. Something claws on the other side of that door. I start screaming again. Claw. It says. Heard it at? Does this door lock from this side? Uh, well, it's an emergency door. I'm guessing it probably doesn't lock. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, we should get out of here. I'll start helping the grannies to their feet. Before we find out how that goes, uh, let's go over to the shop next door uh, to uh, Theo. So, Theo, All right. what you doing? I am getting. Uh, I want to get my emergency kit from out, out from under my register area. So I pull that out in the hopes that I have a flashlight with actual batteries that work. So you get out your emergency kit and you start digging through it. Uh, you find a flashlight and you turn it on and it doesn't turn on. But in your emergency kit, you have extra batteries. <laughs> so you put those in. What do you do next? Uh, hold on. I find my nearest cat, first of all. <laughs> I need my cat. Oh, gotta have the cat. <laughs> and then I think I go to the front door because I heard things out the back door. And um, I can also hear employees out through the front of my, sh- you know what I mean? Like I can hear people out through the corridor. So I want to get closer to other people. So I get a kitty and I go to my front door. Okay. Uh, and you get that unlocked and go out or, or what are you doing? Mm calling out i want to call out and see if anybody else is there see if somebody in the shops near me can hear through the locked door maybe i've unlocked it and i'm putting my head out okay so you poke your head out and you call out well over in c's candies you guys hear that oh hey 
uh, Theo with the cats and the plants. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, hi, it's me, Blake, from Seas Candies. Uh, <laughs> do, do you know what's going on? I have no idea. I'm quite terrified, actually. Uh, uh, I'm not, of course. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna maybe, what were we gonna Against do? Against the back door. Mr. Oh, so. <laughs> Whose door? Theirs or mine? Uh, against the back door of the Seas Candy Shop. Oh my God! Let's get out of here. Oh. <laughs> let's you can move come right over now. here if you need to. Does your uh, employee door uh, lock from the inside? Because there's um, things it's in the hall. It's currently locked to where you can't get in from the outside. But we could leave that way. Oh no, we don't want to leave that way. That hallway is full of uh, something. Okay, the the grannies are starting to panic. We'll just c- come over here. I'll burn some sage, and we 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 can do some smudge sticks and and collect uh, ourselves. Do you have a gun? No, no. Oh, I thought you might. Oh no, that's the guy down at the men's warehouse. Oh, okay, other Theo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's two Theos in this mall, and it's too confusing. <laughs> Let's go to the other. Wait, guy who jumped over the counter. Wait, what was your plan? I think we should get as many people as we can and get out of here. I don't know what's going on, but. We really need to go. Yeah, let's, um, um, yeah, uh, Theo the plant and the cat lady, um, let's, um, not go in your store. Let's try and leave. Okay, which way do we want to go? Where are we going? Not in the employee hall. Up or down? Second floor, like the third floor, is, uh, the, all of the shops. And then there is a, a kind of, it, it's pretty wide. Uh, wide enough for like four or five, maybe even six people to walk uh, side by side, uh, balcony area. And it goes to a railing that then looks over that central um, atrium. And then above you is a huge skylight that's above the uh, Christmas tree, a uh, big uh, pyram- you know, pyramid-shaped skylight. Now, you know that, although it's hard to see that at the moment because, again, everything's dark. But the Christmas tree is very bright. Uh, although it's not solid colors, it's all the flashing lights. So yeah. they're blinking all over. Blake, if you're going to try to corral the, the grannies, I'm going to need you to make a roll. Okay. All right. Do we still have eight? Yeah. Yeah, right. you, you burned your... Oh, wait. What did you get on your re-roll of, your, um, of that one? I um, burned my virtue and re-rolled a two. That's okay, so... So at least it wasn't lost then. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yes, eight. Uh, yeah, I have uh, two sixes and no ones. Nice. Those two sixes are going to beat my no sixes. Yay. <sighs> Tell us how you get the grannies, you know, dealt with. Well, um, you know, uh, Ruthie, my work grandma, um, she doesn't do like the stairs too good. So we're going to um, like... Uh, we're gonna go towards the towards the um the big elevator, but Jean is pretty nimble, and so she's probably gonna probably gonna help uh, Ruthie along, and then I'm gonna also help uh, Evie, the lollipop, Our Lady of Lollipops, and um, we're gonna kind of kind of shuffle everyone down, and we go down the hall the hallway towards the um uh, second floor exit into the parking garage, because the uh, elevator's all the way down at the end, and um. Just, just shuffling along. <laughs> Kyle and Theo, are you are you going along with the 
the trail of, of grannies. Yeah. As we're leaving the candy shop, uh, Kyle's kind of following along, looking through um, some of the stuff that he did pick up from the other stores, uh, making sure that uh, keeping an eye out to anybody else that we can gather and try and move towards the exits. You're headed toward the elevators and you, you can kind of see them in the dimness there uh, ahead of you. There's a, a place where the atrium ends and the, uh, the rest of the mall continues on beyond that. And it's at that point that there is this big cylinder uh, that connects the uh, three floors together, as well as the uh, parking garage in the, uh, uh, on the very lowest level of the mall. Is that like a basement level? Yeah, it'd be like a basement level. And so you um, go around there to to that. You know, the power is being kind of funky. And let's find out whether or not that elevator is going to work for you or not. Because I'd like to have narrative control here one of these times. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go into the elevator or uh, go up to the elevator and I'll start pressing the down button with that like like super rapid because that makes it that makes it come faster roll eight dice (laughs) (laughs) it is uh three sixes and zero ones narrate uh yeah there's a ding and one of the one of the elevator doors opens and i'm gonna carefully load all the grannies into it but the um the recommended um total people in the elevator is only seven people. So I'm gonna say I'll meet you at the bottom floor and let the door close and they'll they'll uh, go down and then I'll go to the other elevator and start pressing on. <laughs> oh goodness. I desperately need I need narrative control. <laughs> I want it. Hey Blake, where are the stairs? Oh, um they're back towards the atrium. Do you want to take the stairs? Yeah, th- this is one of those uh, ones where I uh, imagine that the stairs are uh, external ones rather than in a stairwell. They're the ones that kind of switch back uh, just in the open down mm-hmm. down the um, side of the uh, like, open atrium area. Yeah, there's like stairs on one side and the escalator on the other. And um, yeah, sure, we can go down I'm the stairs. I'm just wondering if down is a really good idea at the moment. Well, well. What do you mean? Um, I don't know. From what I could tell, the shots seem to be coming from the first floor, not the third floor, not oh, this floor. Do you like? Did we just send a bunch of grannies to there too? My grannies. <laughs> Ding. Ding! As the elevator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, you know what, Kyle? Uh, let's find out if we've sent the grannies to their doom or not. Roll eight. <laughs> Roll eight dice. Damn it. <laughs> There's oh, what, oh damn it, damn it. <laughs> Roll for my grannies. <laughs> um, no ones. Oh. One's two sixes. Yeah. I rolled no sixes myself. <laughs> Successful granny alive. retrieval. <laughs> oh, the grannies might be alive. The grannies might not be. That's kind of up to um, Jesse to narrate. Grannies could be alive. So we hear the ding and our camera shifts down to the opening door. At first, we see the grannies. Then what? I look over the balcony down to the first floor, see the elevator doors opening. I don't see anything else around. And as it opens, I just scream, run for the exit! 
And man, we're still waiting on either uh, an elevator to return to our floor or whether we're going to head for the stairs. You know what, guys? Oh, yeah, we could take the stairs. I say we shoot for the stairs. Okay. You rush for the stairs. Uh, you head for the stairs or the escalator. Is there a difference if the power is off? Not really. Which one's closer? That's a that's a good question. Um, Theo, why don't you roll eight? Uh, <laughs> to see eight dice to see. Working. I love that your cat is there right I know, now, cat I know. lady. Special guest. Oh my god, you guys are gonna hate me! Oh no! <laughs> I just rolled three ones and no sixes. <laughs> so wait, what were you rolling for to see if the escalator was functioning? <laughs> well, no, it was going to be narrative control <laughs> over this oh, next great, little section. Gotcha. <laughs> Patrick's like, finally, I can kill somebody. Excellent. <laughs> And your moment is on top, so and you didn't pre-call that one. Remember, for your moments, no. you have to be. We have to be working toward that, so we need to be working toward in the narrative. Theo saving her cat, and um, but that also means that you don't have anything you can burn. To um, I mean, sucks, y'all. I just took a bunch of your die. <laughs> well, you said you said three ones and no sixes. Yep. Well, that's a candle. Yep. Ouch. Oof. You are hurrying um, toward the closest uh, stairs, which are actually not stairs, but rather the long length of the escalator. And you you get to the escalator and you're hurrying down the steps, which feel weird because they're not moving. The escalator is indeed off. Uh, lights are, are flickering um, in, a, in a sort of a, not a strobing pattern. The Christmas lights aren't blinking that quickly. But it is enough to make you disoriented to a certain extent. On the first floor, you see the grannies running uh, toward the uh, toward the uh, front doors, or where you know one of the wings that will take them to one of the uh, exit set of doors. And then you you see the Christmas tree begin to shake. It's a huge tree, and you know it's it's very solidly moored there. So the only thing that would cause the Christmas tree to shake like this would be an earthquake or something moving through the branches. And you don't see anything. It must be on the other side. And then as the grannies um, are also hidden by the bulk of the tree, uh, you hear crashing of, of large ornaments to the ground, the smashing sounds of those. And then you hear screams. Screams that are much closer than the others. Screams no! of some of the grannies. No! Jeannie! Eden! No! And a candle goes out. All right. Eight candles <sighs> remain. These things are true. The world is dark. And Theo again gets to say the first of the truths. What kind of truth would you like, Theo? Do you want to... Save some or most of the grannies, or do you want to uh, uh, use your truth for something else? Oh, I forgot the grannies. I can impact them. I can hear some of the grannies calling out for help. Then it's going to be Sharon with the truth. Upon hearing the grannies cry out for help, Blake immediately starts charging headlong towards them. That's something you can do as an action. That's not... Okay. Um, hmm... Give yourself something to work with or take something away that you have to work with. In the uh, atrium of the mall, there's one of those uh, things where you strap your kid into a little harness and they jump really high on a trampoline. 
<laughs> okay. I had one. Oh, yes. <clears throat> the escalator is an up escalator and it turns on. Oh, darn it. <laughs> I can't say that. Oh, I, I said too many things. I was just going to say, I, all I get is one truth. Those are, that would have been two truths is that it was an up escalator and it turns on. <laughs> it's escalator an up escalator. It's going up. <laughs> They're reversible. They're totally reversible. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess my truth is that it's an up escalator. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesse? We are on the opposite side of where the grannies have been attacked and have not been noticed. Let's see. Theo, you get another one? I hear unfamiliar sound coming from over where the grannies are, but I can't see it. And Sharon? Um, because it's funny, I'm going to do the second half of Patrick's. The escalator turns on. <laughs> Darn, that was going to be what I did for my last one too. But uh, um, you hear that sound and from the other side, Theo. But it does. It sounds like ha ha ha. Wonderful. We <laughs> have a wicked witch targeting a bunch of grains. This is <laughs> and and three, two, one. And, and we, we and are, we are alive. Sitting there. We're getting kind better. Of, kind of. By our 14th holiday special, we'll have it down. <laughs> Maybe. I don't have high hope. Real quick, Patrick, can you clarify for us? Did we lose three dice or is it just one dice when a candle goes out? No, because uh, that was the end of the scene. So at the beginning of the next scene, which this one is, uh, it all resets back to the number of candles that remain. Oh. I gain one die and you guys all lose one die from your pool. So you should have eight dice remaining. Oh, okay. Whenever you roll a one, those come back at the end of the scene. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Which is why you don't have to worry too much early on about um, yeah. about trying to save them. I see. The escalator is is rolling, uh, but it is going back up to the second floor. And you you kind of turn to look up that way since that's the direction you're going. It's just sort of automatically what one does. And in the light, just very briefly for a moment, as it darts from one side to the other, you see something, something hunched over, moving fast. And perhaps, perhaps, just perhaps, on its head, you see a, uh, a Santa hat. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was going to go charging down the escalator the wrong way anyway, but now I'm going to double do that because of reasons. Uh-oh, where has Jesse gone? Oh no. He got eaten. <laughs> I didn't plan on doing a break at this point, but I guess we could have a short one while people come back from a, a break of necessity, as it were. <laughs> yeah. So while we have our momentary technical difficulties, um, we will go to a break. I'm going to get another candle too, because mine is on the struggle bus. Okay. And we are back after some technical difficulties. Woo us. We rolled all ones, no sixes. In real life. <laughs> in, in real life. And as one of our viewers commented, it's possible that I actually have summoned demons. So, <laughs> Demon uh, and or demons. <laughs> and uh, 
that took long <laughs> enough that we have a candle or two that may go out on their own. To catch us back up to where we were, the grannies were on the other side of the tree, and they are not in uh, good shape. You guys are on an escalator that is headed up because it just started all of a sudden, and there's something possibly wearing a Santa hat, which I no longer am. So it could be my Santa hat that it's wearing. It was just the darted hat. across up above you. That's the that's the demon. It was masquerading as a Santa hat. Yeah, it's Chauncey's hat. It's wearing Chauncey's oh, hat. No. Okay, so um, I believe that Blake was going to be doing something. Um, yes, I was going to be charging the wrong way down the escalator uh, towards the grannies <laughs> because uh, I believe we could also hear them shouting for help. So I will be. So you're charging down the up escalator? Yes. Doing that thing where people are running down the stairs really fast and their feet like like super fast down the escalator. Uh, before we decide what dice need to be rolled by whom, um, what are you doing, Kyle? Seeing a frantic Blake try to run down the escalator, uh, I pause and look around to see if I notice any of what is really going on and if there is anything else that might be coming up the escalator or waiting for us back at the top. Well, pausing actually isn't. Pausing is going back up because you're on an right. active up escalator. So, <laughs> all right. So you're looking around. And yes. uh, what are you going to be doing, uh, Theo? Ah, try not to die of my allergies. Okay. <laughs> I am going to peacefully ride the escalator back up with a very airheaded quality to myself, not quite realizing what's happening. Okay. <laughs> I want to know where the nearest, like, is the down one right next to us? If you ride it up, can we just go back? Yes, no, the down one would be a little ways away. On the other side. Okay. I hate those. <laughs> so, uh, Sharon, you're the one most actively trying to do something against what the world kind of wants to happen, apparently. So um, go ahead and roll uh, eight dice. Okay. I rolled one six. Okay. Dice is like a big handful of dice. Um, I rolled one one and one six. Ties go to me, but you can burn something to try to reroll that one and get narrative control if you want. Yeah, I will. I'm going to burn my virtue card, which okay. is what's on top. We'll see how that virtue virtue comes into play. It's a three, so I think it's still a tie. Uh, what is that virtue? Uh, loyal. Uh, okay. So you are indeed uh, loyal to... Um, to your grannies. <laughs> yes. And to an extent to these uh, people that you have just met because you are all in danger. But uh, but the, the you've known the grannies longer uh, mm -hmm. even than, than Theo, the next door store lady. And my next door store neighbor. Yeah. And so, um, Blake, you you run down the stairs, but you're not, it's, you're stumbling and, and such. And so, you're just going to do that thing you see in movies, which is um, slide down the um, the banister. <laughs> but as you start to do that, you see that bungee cord thing that uh, has been set up in the atrium. And you realize that the fastest way down is actually to grab a hold, jump over there and grab a hold of that. Yes. And that will bounce you down to the bottom and you can let go just at the right time. So you... You leap up onto the 
escalator railing and then you leap over to the uh, bungee seat which is hanging suspended in in air uh, about 15 feet off of the floor or so and you grab a hold of it Gross. but your momentum takes you swinging around the tree and uh, it takes you following the path of the grannies almost and then you're suddenly letting go and you're hitting the ground and you're rolling and you come up and uh, you come up right at the dead body of Lollipop Granny. Uh, Evie, Our Lady of Lollipops? Yes. No! Evie, why? <laughs> and what's most horrible is that, uh, in fact, Evie's face is completely gone. Oh, that's horrible. Meanwhile, back on the escalator. <laughs> I recognized her by her perm. Hmm. Kyle is just standing there taking in things while Theo has turned around, still petting her cat, and is now placidly riding the escalator back up to the top. I need, actually, uh, I need to, Theo, um, Elaine, would you go ahead and roll eight dice for me, please? I have one six. So bad at rolling. That moves the game along so that we can be done by midnight. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I got two sixes and no Oh, nice. All right, you have narrative control, so uh, you're you're headed up to the top of the stairs. Just describe the scene. As I'm watching, I see that um, Kyle is just looking around, and I notice that Blake is no longer in sight. And so I go, Blake, Blake, where did you go? <laughs> it's Evelyn. <laughs> so uh, I suddenly feel more uh, dire need to get to the bottom of these escalators so i start like i bunch up my really long witchy skirt and i start running down the escalator <laughs> as best as possible in my birkenstocks with socks on my toe and... socks <laughs> yes because <laughs> those are the ones i would wear <laughs> and i i see blake around the edge of the christmas tree and the horrible sight of the dead lollipop granny and i Evie. i <laughs> rush up Evie, the granny <laughs> of the lollipop. I hate narrating. It's so awkward. I'm so bad at it. So I grab Blake by the shoulder. We gotta go. We can't stay here. I don't know what it is. Did you see it? No. Kyle, you are at the top of the escalator now. Um, roll me eight uh, dice. Okay. Oh, God. No ones, no sixes. Uh, well, I also have no um, sixes. However, no ones and no sixes is a failure. Uh, do you? What do you have at the top of your stack? My moment. Ah, uh, yeah. So I wanted to use it beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> a candle goes out. Indeed, it does. Uh, we have just lost a candle, so we'll be back in just a second. Woo! There are seven candles remaining. These things are true. The world is dark. Jesse, uh, your role was the one that uh, botched that one, so you get to start with uh, truths this time. I haven't yet narrated what happens to you here at the top of the stairs, remember? So, Right. So you could do something to help yourself or harm. These things are true. And I... Remember, it's not things that you're narrating about yourself. It can be any truth about, about the mall world here. Okay. About Floyd Center. About Floyd Center. <laughs> 
There are still screams from elsewhere in the mall. Ah. All right, Elaine. We're in a different order now on the uh, <laughs> on the. Uh, I know screen. So. And my cat got scared and jumped out of my arms. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, you guys were heading upwards, right? Yes. It was just uh, Kyle that went up. Theo is now down by you, Blake. The cat runs back up the escalator. The thing with the Santa hat is still there. Jesse, you get another one? We finally all see the thing with the Santa hat. Elaine? I've convinced Blake to turn and run. And all together now. And And we we are alive. alive. (laughs) We're getting better. We're getting better. Seven candles. That's where we started the last game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling we'll burn through these quicker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're getting there. (laughs) So we come back from commercial break with with, uh, Kyle at the top of the stairs. And he comes, uh, he gets to the top and he steps off looking for that figure that, that you all had just seen run across from one side to the other, hunched over. And you do, you do see him, Kyle, and you see that it's a him, but it's, it's one of the store Santas. Oh, and his, his clothing, the red and white clothing and, and such is all torn up. And the stuffing of the pillow that he had is all coming out from the from the uh, belly and his fake beard is like only partially on his face and you see him he's huddled there right beside the top of the escalator and he's just like you know crying and and going <sighs> it's uh, oh, you know, uh, 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 it it uh, eat my stomach my stomach my uh, uh. And then you see also that he has like a crossbow bolt sticking out of out of his padded stomach too. What? <laughs> That's uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. And right and just right then, Kyle, the cat that Theo had leaps onto your back and starts clawing at the back of your neck. Add prancer. Can you have, please have cats all named after Santa's reindeer? That would be amazing. (laughs) Meanwhile, back down by the tree, it is uh, Blake and Theo and a dead lollipop granny. Evelyn. Evelyn. (laughs) Our lady of the lollipop. Yes. She has a name. (laughs) She has a name. They've all got names. (laughs) What do you do, Theo? You have uh, grabbed Blake and are now pulling him away from uh, from the faceless mangled granny and oh by the way listeners um this episode of the uh of the halloween or the uh, holiday horror special may contain scenes of graphic graphic violence and other disturbing (laughs) imagery discretion is advised i think that should be the tagline of our show so it's just automatic line every episode discretion is advised yeah (laughs) all right um well, I guess I would start heading back towards the escalator that's going up because A, that's where my cat went, and B, that's where Kyle is, and C, there's somebody else up there who needs help. <laughs> Blake, you're being pulled along because that was a truth, and so you're headed back up the escalator too, uh, proceeding fairly quickly. Kyle? 
Okay, back to me. So Santa guy near me is not the threat. Or do maybe. I know that? I don't know, do you? Oh, I mean, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Uh, I guess it depends on how you want to narrate it. So um, roll eight dice. <laughs> oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. Roll seven, seven. dice. Oh, oh, that's right. <clears throat> okay. I rolled no sixes. Two sixes, one one. Uh, your moment is at the top, so there's no way to save your uh, no nope. one at the moment. So, so my one uh, goes you, away. I will probably not remember to remind you to um, use your moment. So <laughs> yeah, whenever nope, you it's want all good. to. It's but you did get a six, so narrate away. Yeah, I can't use my moment now, can I? All right. Uh, I noticed the guy is in pain. Um, that he is a victim at this point and reach into one of the bags where I have some duct tape and try to patch him up as best I can and tell him to keep pressure on the wound as I am fighting off a cat, supposedly. (laughs) I forgot about that part. (laughs) Fighting off a cat on my back. And your arms are full of so, shopping bags also. This so is yes. like a nightmare. <laughs> All of this is happening at once. It's like it's like home alone in the mall. I know, <laughs> right? Mall alone. Um yeah, so I kind of shrug the cat off and try and just get it like off of off of me to start with. Um and focusing on um the Santa guy with a bolt through his belly, from what it seems like. And see if I can help patch him up. Okay. Um, well, can you? What happens? Um, I am able to slow the bleeding, but it seems he's already lost a lot of blood and on the verge of unconsciousness. The others of you get to the top of the stairs now. Theo, you see that uh, your cat is uh, attached quite firmly to Kyle's neck. As Kyle is trying, is with one hand, reaching back and kind of trying to keep it from ripping into his jugular. And with the other is duct taping up this um, store Santa that uh, seems to be in pretty bad shape. I need to get Prancer off Kyle, clearly. So I would like to wrestle the cat. I guess he's, you're not, wouldn't really be saving the cat at this point. So No, unfortunately. I was hoping it'd get into more trouble while it got <laughs> away from me. <laughs> no, you're, you're able to get the cat off of... Uh, off of Kyle's neck. I mean, the cat knows and you. And I open my fanny pack and I grab my little kitty treats. What about you, yep. Blake? Oh my God, is that guy okay? He's not okay. Thanks for getting the cat off me, Theo. Can you guys help me get him into like someplace <laughs> safe? Uh, I put the cat down and... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll go back by his shoulders and help uh, Kyle pick his shoulders up. So we start um, dragging Santa guy. We can... Uh, Theo, uh, plant and cat lady Theo, you're store has doors that lock right or a yeah, great yeah but i, I still want to get out though <laughs> i know i have i have one of the mall keys so i don't know where we could go that would be safe there's always like um we could find the manager's office oh yeah let's go to the manager's office and see if we can't get ourselves like some sort of radio communication or something <gasps> does anybody have a cell phone i just remembered um, i had a phone guys <laughs> Actually, I just bought some walkie-talkies, guys. They're in one of these bags here. Give me a moment while I look through them. Well, my my phone's right here, though. I could call call the mall manager. Theo, do you remember the mall manager's number? Kyle starts uh, digging out uh, his walkie-talkies that he just bought. Now, this is going to Kyle. This is going to require you actually getting them out of the uh, packaging as well. 
So this is going to take a few moments for you. Uh, During that time, Blake, I understand that you are going to try to call the mall manager, but you don't know the number. Um, Yeah, we had it written down um, by the register, uh, but... In case you ever needed it. In case we ever needed it, but we never did. Because we never got attacked (laughs) by weird um, face-eating things before. Christmas ghouls. Yeah, Christmas ghouls. Um, (laughs) Jingle ghouls. But, uh, yeah, Theo, do you know it? No, I don't know his number. Okay, well, um, we could go look behind the till at the seas. So you drag the mall Santa that direction? Sure. Uh, Coming along behind, Kyle, you're still trying to get into the packaging. But uh, you guys make it into the uh, candy shop C's. Yeah. And you find the number. Uh, So go ahead and roll. All right. Seven dice. Come on, Blake. Let's see. Am I the only one that lost one for my one one? Oh, wait. Uh, No, you did lose that one. That is correct. Uh, So sorry, six dice. Should I re-roll what I just rolled? Because I would be okay with that. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Because I rolled You're fine. three ones and uh, zero sixes. Okay, well, at least you can maybe re-roll the ones. What's on top of your... It's my moment, unfortunately. Oh, so Ouch. We're all, we're all on stuck. our moment. Everybody's working on their moment. <laughs> okay. I should have said a silly pun to the Santa Claus. Oh, well. <laughs> you get there, and you find the... Um, you find the number and you flip open your phone and you start putting the number in and then the phone just quits. What? Just dies. Just it's done. And you had, you had battery power, um, but it's, it just, it breaks up. It just goes completely, completely black. I knew I should have shelled out for an iPhone. And Kyle, you get the walkie talkies out and you get the battery shoved into them, and for a moment there's a squelching, and then the walkie-talkies die as well. Okay, so my question is, do they just lose the power, or do I just get empty air? It loses power. It seems to completely lose power. And on that note, there are six candles left. Oh, dear. Six candles remain. These things are true. The world is dark. And I believe, um, Sharon? Yeah. The door to the employee hallway behind the shop is uh, hanging open. The mall Santa has lost too much blood. Oh, no. Elaine is next. Okay, so the phones aren't working. We're in the C's candy shop. The door's open. The emergency lights kick on. And Jesse? Even though the walkie-talkie's failed with the emergency power cutting on i believe i can connect into the mall audio feed that's that's too much that's not really a truth that's still something that you're going to try to do okay even though the back door is open and deceased candy there are no there's nothing else present in seize candies other than us and Sharon, you get another one? Mm. Jesse just directly negated the one I was thinking of doing. So um, um, we start to hear uh, sounds from inside Theo's shop next door. Okay. 
And three, two, one. And we are, are alive. alive. <laughs> I think Jesse was <laughs> muted, but we tried. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> well, there we have it. That's the scene. You're in C's Candy again. Um, several grannies down at this point, perhaps, as you hear more screams no, still echoing through the echoing through the mall. Of course, there were far more people in the mall than just the grannies, and yet you haven't seen many of those. Although I suspect as the candles get to be fewer and fewer and I get more and more narrative control, you'll be finding them. That's ominous. <laughs> but there are six candles remaining. You have six dice available to you. I have four. Well, okay. You all are working towards your moments, so let's help each other do that. For Kyle, we're trying to get him a heroic moment. For uh, Blake, it is lifting spirits through laughter. And then, of course, uh, Theo still needs to save a cat. And we hear sounds uh, from next door. Uh, at first, it's hard to tell what they are, but then... Oh no! Um, Theo realizes it's the sound of scared cats. Oh no! I'm going to get my meowing and hissing. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yep, gotta go get them. Oh uh, hey, gotta work on uh, that. Plant, plant, and cat lady. Is that your? Is that your plant and cat Theo? Is that your cats? Oh my goodness! It sounds like Dasher, and it sounds like Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> pulling out these walkie-talkies i did find the flashlights that i got for my crew oh i have I think, a flashlight i think we should try and get out of here through the employee um access first i have to go save a kitty and what about my grannies there's a lot of people in here still Look, and cats <laughs> and plants <laughs> this guy's not breathing anymore he's oh got God. no pulse we need to get out of here all right all right let's um. Uh, you know, you can stop hauling around all those bags, man, and we can, you know, uh, maybe only take what we need. So we got flashlights. Um, we got um. I run next door. I have to go. Oh, oh I'm no. playing this, Patrick. I'm assuming my cats need to be rescued. Okay. Yes, I get to burn something. Hold Thank on. You. Burning a moment. My question would be, are we going through the courtyard or are we going through the employee hallways to your shop? It's locked through the employee hallways. So I'm going through the front doors. Oh, and there she goes. Here we go. You get to um, roll your moment. So if you succeed, you're going to get your hope die. That is the uh, six-sider that is a different color than all the others. And you'll be able to roll that along every time you roll something. If you fail, however, um, well, that moment is gone. So roll away. I have one six and one one. I have no sixes. All right. So you are successful. Take that extra die. Woohoo. Now, uh, what is revealed on top of your stack? After that, it is my virtue. Okay. So if you wanted to, you could burn the virtue as well and try to save that dice for the rest of this uh, scene, or you can let that die go. The one, one that you rolled. Mm-hmm. Let's burn it. Charming. Interesting how you're going to work charming into. I don't think we can actually. Not effectively. <laughs> it'll be charming to cats, right? It's just go. Pss, 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 pss. 
<laughs> you burst into um, your shop, the smell of incense still hanging in the air, and there are your cats uh, around. Um, what do we see? I'm not allowed to describe them. I don't know. What is it? One of them? Yeah, you won. You won narrative description. Yep, not of them. Well, yeah, maybe maybe them isn't here. Hmm. I mean, you can always give me narrative control. I do, but I don't want to. <laughs> that, that tone of voice, I love how you didn't have to rub your hands together and twirl your mustache. You did it with your tone of voice. We've been podcasting for a year now. <laughs> They're um, <clears throat> backed underneath one of my display units and hissing at the back door to the emergency exit hallway thingy. And I grab both of them. Yes, you're able to save your cats. And in fact, the that back door is as as you know, it it locked from the uh, from this side when it closed. You can set it to do that. So you could only go out of it yep. before, but it is completely off of its hinges. Oh, she is. And it's still kind of, well, it's completely off of its top hinge. It's still a little bit on the bottom one and it's still swinging just slightly as if something had just gone through it perhaps scared off by you or perhaps scared off by the cats or perhaps not scared at all, perhaps moving over to C's. Oh, I thought C's S E I Z E. <laughs> I was like, C's what? I was waiting for the end of the sentence. Seize it's moment. <laughs> to seize it's moment. <laughs> oh, oh anyway. and then I thought you were talking about seize the candle shop. <laughs> I was. Candy I was shop. talking about seize the candle shop. <laughs> no, that's the candle I mean, shop. seize the candy shop. <laughs> oh, good grief. Okay. Candle we shop sell, on the other other side. We sell truffles. Yes. So it's seize candies right next to seize candles. It's terrible. Except they're spelled differently. <laughs> they're, they, they're across from each other and we have a rivalry. <laughs> seize candles is spelled S-E-I-Z-E. Uh, -E. <laughs> Seize the candle. Seize, Seize the, the candle. candle. <laughs> T-shirts available soon. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Where are no, we really, going? I'm writing that down. <laughs> Seize the candle. I want one of those. Um, uh, I, I, I want to have followed uh, <laughs> Theo uh, <laughs> to the doorway. And, I will uh, have followed as well with eyes rolled. <laughs> Just eyes up to the ceiling, like every stage manager. And, um, <laughs> you know, listening to Theo pss, pss, pss at her cats, I'm going to be like, uh, wait, uh, did you recall uh, Rudolph? <laughs> Don't forget the him. The most important cat <laughs> the most of all. Important, He's back at um, home. Tabby of all. Is it home? Okay. <laughs> I just have Dasher, Dancer, and Dixon here at the mall with me today. Theo, Theo has three cats kind of bundled up in her arms. One's like a shoulder kitty. What do you all do now? Something has just been here. Did Did you just open that door? Did you burn my candle? Or my charming? <laughs> Patrick? What? Did you burn my... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get to re-roll that, um, that one. It's a six. It is nice. a six? It is saved. You don't lose it. Boop, boop, boop. All right. What do you all do? Theo, did you just open that door? No. To the employees only hallway? No, I did not. Yeah, the one that's off of its hinges? No, no, no. Wasn't me. Oh, 
Maybe we should leave then. But where are we going? Uh, uh, why? My intestines. Oh, my face. From well, distance. Back, 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 um, back downstairs to where the uh, exits are. Okay. Obviously not down that escalator again, because that's the wrong escalator. And I should have realized <laughs> that as soon as we went on it, because um, I work here. But we could go down the stairs instead of the escalator that are next okay. to the escalator. Okay, but there's always multiple exits. And at this point, I don't feel comfortable with the employee access to all the stores. I don't feel comfortable with going through the front courtyard or the atrium. What other exits are there? That's that's all the exits, my dude. You just there is the parking lot. Every single oh, down the hallway by the elevators, there's the parking garage. Parking garage is actually below the mall. Yeah, you can take the elevator down. So if we don't want to go down the escalators, where are the stairs? Right next to the escalators. The interesting part here is that to get down to the parking garage, the stairs won't do it. You have to go by the elevator. Or, you have to use the elevator. Well, there is another set of stairs, but it's not right here. You know how those weird... It's in the employee um, hallway. <laughs> well, no, the, the patrons have to be able to get there, too. It's just they don't like you being able to go from the main section of the mall back to <laughs> your car easily. They want you to go past a lot of shops. And through an anchor store. <laughs> a Burlington Coat Factory. Honestly, I'm not liking the idea of the escalators or the um, elevator at this point in time. So where are these stairs down to the parking garage? Um, through the Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> <laughs> they're, oh, they're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, is that where we want to go? Isn't there a parking lot? Is that the same thing? Or are they different, Patrick? Um, so there are exits uh, on on the first floor uh, at the end of the wings. That's where you set the grannies to. Yeah. The parking garage, though, is uh, directly underneath the mall. And so there are stairs to get to it from the Burlington Code Factory, or you can take the elevator um, to go directly down. Ugh. The Going to the Burlington Code Factory, uh, that is at uh, the far end of one of the wings, um, so you have to go down to that end of the, uh, mall. You can do so on any level. It's the opposite wing from the elevators. So we could just go the opposite way that we came before. Well, the elevators are in the middle. They're there at the atrium and oh. the atrium is in the middle of the mall. Gotcha. Okay. So we'd have to pass the elevators to get to Burlington. Yes. All right. We can try the elevators again, but if something crazy comes up there, what can we do to fight them off? Um. How much other stuff have you got in your bags? Could we hit it with something? Most of my bags are left behind now. I was digging through them. I found the flashlights, the walkie-talkies. Um, what do you have here, Theo? Let Is me there look at my fanny pack. Can use? Oh, are we in the shop still? Yes. How about this big, um, uh, this uh, fat guy who's smiling? Is a statue? Can I hit something with this? Uh, uh yes. Um, think sharp. I'm. I also in my fanny pack. Let's please. see. I have. I have pepper spray and my tarot cards. And some do you have any cactuses? Could I hit something with mix? a cactus? Um. What? Do you have anything flammable? Flare guns. Uh. Molotov cocktails. My emergency kit. I got my. I got my flashlight out of the emergency kit, and the only other thing in there was like bandages. What about these oils? Are are a lot of these oils flammable? No. My mom says you're not supposed to like breathe them for extended periods of time because they like don't do good stuff to your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we could just like whiff them under the whatever the nose, but that probably wouldn't work. 
They'll cure their cancer first. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm going to... We bashed on essential oils really hard there. That was rude. <laughs> I'm going to plan my moment and look for things around Theo's shop that I know would make a... Oh, there are a, a few. Some kind of flashbang. Uh, I have a few alcohol fragrances. Those might be flammable. And right. grab those up as I go. All right, uh, so go ahead, uh, Kyle, and roll me some dice. Uh, one six, no ones. No sixes, you have narrative control. And that means I get my bonus dice as well, right? Uh, no, well... Oh, that depends on what happens. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to be heroic. <laughs> I don't think that making a flashbang thing... You're prepping for that moment of you being, oh, okay. being okay. all heroic and showing your, your style and such. As I as I gather everybody up and say, okay, grab that, grab that. I'm pointing at specific oils and specific flammable objects that I know will ignite quickly and easily. Um, I'm a stage manager, so of course I smoke and I always have a lighter on me. So I do have that. <laughs> um, I also have a lighter for my smudge sticks and incense. Well, there you go. Um, I'm grabbing up those objects and hurting all of the people, plus or minus cats, uh, towards the elevator. And if the elevator doesn't work, we I think we should move on to Burlington and try to make it down to the parking garage. Cool. All right. So you get over to the elevator again. Ding! Having to step over the body of the mall Santa as you do so. And uh, hit the um, you know call button. And shortly, chung, 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 bing, chung, 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 and the doors open. Um, hmm. Inside is blood and a body. Not no. somebody that you recognize, but they oh, have. Oh, thank God. They have a, <laughs> they have a a shopping uh, bag with them, one with the big uh, snowflake on it, and then uh, inside of it, spilling out, is a teddy bear. That still has the price tag on it. And it looks like perhaps you can't hardly tell the body is so mangled that maybe it was a, a mother or a sister uh, shopping for a young one. That's But gross. here's the elevator. Do you guys want to go in a different elevator? <laughs> I think maybe the stairs. You already <laughs> went through the whole stair issue. Yeah. <laughs> we did? Oh. Yeah, we don't like Burlington Coat Factory, I oh, think okay. was what it was. Um, I don't like the elevator. Yeah, um, this is little... this could be from the parking garage. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Also, like I poke my head into the elevator and look up at the ceiling. Like where? Like where? I mean, like did did it like kill her and put her in here and then like leave the elevator? Um, you can you know with your forensic knowledge. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I've seen scary movies. Working at a candy shop. <laughs> Working at a candy shop. Uh, well, you know splatter. Yeah. I mean, from working in a candy shop, you know splatter. And it looks like the way that the body is, that that it was like flung into the elevator yeah. and then like bounced off of one wall, which has a big splatter mark on it, and then fell mm. to the fell to the floor. Uh, the call button, by the way, came from the third floor. It came down. The elevator did. Uh, I'll point that out. Yeah. Um yeah, my dude, it it um it came down from the third floor. So whatever we do, we shouldn't go up, I guess, because she was like 
Let's go ahead and go down there. This reminds me of the time, actually, that Ginger, like, accidentally burned her hand a little bit on the molasses chips. And she, like, flung her hand back and, like, splattered something on the wall. And it, like, it it looked like this mark. (laughs) But Ginger aside, um, do you really want to get in that elevator? But we're not going to where this happened because it came from up there. Do you still want to get in the bloody elevator? No, it's gross. I'm thinking we're short on options, so we have to. Just don't touch the walls. Close your eyes. Screams come from the distance. Oh, gotta make moves now, guys. Get in, get in. Hurry, close the door. Do you pull the body out or anything, or do you leave that in there? Um, it's just I don't guess, touch it. I don't. I just. I don't okay. want to touch. We're it. We're all huddled to one side of the <laughs> elevator, and the body's in the other corner. <laughs> okay. And you hit the B for parking. <clears throat> yes, of course. Or B one, okay. whatever the button is. Takes a moment, then the door closes. Kathunk, and then you start down. And then, but there's the mall music playing in the elevator, and it's Christmas music. So it's like, it stops at the first floor momentarily. I'm going to have this stuck in my head for the rest of the day, you guys. The door is open. You see the body of the lollipop woman. Oh, yeah. Evelyn, she's still there by the tree. At least nothing ate her anymore. The doors stay open for another moment. I press the door close. (laughs) They take that interminable moment to close, and then they finally do so, going closed. And then... (laughs) And then you come to P1. Ding! And the doors open on darkness. We have flashlights. Except for one light uh, across the way a little bit uh, that says, uh, exit. There it is, you guys. You have your flashlights. You shine them out into the dark. There are cars, a lot of cars. Uh, It is, you know, getting close to Christmas and people are doing their shopping. That's why all my grannies were here. We usually wouldn't have the store stock staffed so full. Anyway. Let's just try to make it to the exit as quietly and quickly as possible okay do we beeline it or do we crawl along the wall let's just go in a straight line go but just yeah a straight line but just really quiet okay (laughs) you get about halfway to the exit you hear something behind you you're running across the parking lot it doesn't seem like there's anyone around you you know your phones are dead but your flashlights are still working But then out of the corner of your eye, behind you, you spot something. About 30 feet back, the figure falls to all fours and breaks into a sprint toward you. He's gaining on you. You're looking now for the exit, but you're all turned around. He's almost on you now, and you can see there's blood on his face. My God, there's blood everywhere. It's Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. All right, now's your moment. <laughs> now is your moment, Kyle. Burn. Oh my god. Burn that. <laughs> burn that moment. Hold on. It's a pretty dire conflict. Oh, let's get some fire going there. Woo. Oh, let's don't drop it. Do I roll before I start to say anything? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna want to know how this roll turns out. So okay. you have, I believe, still six dice available to you. Yes. One six, no ones. 
No sixes. That is a success. You get your hope die, sir. Do I roll it now or wait on it? I just get it. Yeah, you now have it. So you don't get to roll it, but you do have narrative control. So be heroic. This is your moment to shine. This is the thing that you have have held out hope for to show your worth, to show everything that you've been trained for. You've made these bomb things now. You know, go for it. I've got these vials. I ask for the grass. I reach into my pocket. I pull out my lighter and I flick it into the grass and stuff it into the end of the vial. And I throw it in the direction of Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Um, as it splatters on the ground, flames go up and we see it for the first time. Indeed. In all of his glory, blood matted to his hair all over his face and what's left of his clothing. He's, he's wearing the um, off-sized garb of mall Santas, in fact. And only now do you realize that the mall Santa that you encountered that, that died up at the candy store finally, is uh, was missing one of his boots, and Shia LaBeouf is wearing that boot. And you have now thrown um, this, this napalm-y thing there. What happens? The fire spreads out in front of the creature, and it shies from the light. And I see our chance and say, run! All right. And so you turn, and you're running. The, the light behind you casting your, your own shadows forward as you hear the terrible screeching of Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> then you're leaving that behind. You're rushing across the rest of the parking lot. And then you're headed up the ramp that leads to the exterior um, exit. Who's in the lead? Uh, I would think Blake. Yeah, sure. Blake's in the lead. Um, rushing forward. Let's find out what Blake sees. Roll six dice. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, I have not rolled sixes at all <laughs> tonight. I rolled one six and one one. Okay. Uh, what's top on your stack? It's my moment. Oh, your moment still. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to lose the one for the rest of this scene. So that means everybody else will just have five to work with. Sorry, guys. But you did succeed, uh, and you do have narrative control. So you get up there. What do we find? My immediate thought is that there's a um, a truck jackknifed into the entrance, blocking it. I like the way you think. <laughs> Laying to the candle keeper, suck up. <laughs> it can't be All that right. easy. So there's a there's a a truck, a delivery truck, jackknifed in front of the um, exit. Now, I mean, there's still there's still ways to get around it. I mean, it is just a truck there uh, blocking the way. The The driver's door, though, is open, and there is a body partly pulled out of it, and it's, uh, it's missing its head, and then its chest is just all clawed up behind you. You hear the roar of Shia LaBeouf. I don't like that guy's Santa impersonation. Um, I jump into the truck and I'm going to start trying to pull the body out. Easy enough to yank the body out the rest of the way onto the ground. It just slides right out of the cab. Anything noticeable about the body? Besides its missing head, my dude. It's uh, 
missing a head and it's all clawed up. The clothing's all ripped up around the chest area as if something reached in to the, to the cab through like the window of the door and tore the guy apart and then wrenched the door open. Blake, look for a weapon. These truck drivers always carry a weapon. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. I'll look for a weapon. I'll start feeling under the seats. That uh, we haven't uh, lost a candle yet, so no truth to be had here. So that means it's a roll. Oh dear. Five dice. Got five dice. <laughs> oh, two sixes. Uh, one six zero ones. Uh, you are looking around, and um, you're not finding anything, and you're not finding anything. But then, uh, I mean, the the truck driver doesn't seem to have a a weapon of his own. There's nothing in the uh, glove compartment. Uh, he's not got a concealed weapon on him, but then you kind of look out and you see that in his back uh, have been stabbed two sharpened candy canes, like ornaments from the from the tree. So they're like big ones. Guys, big candy canes. This is like my thing. I'm a candy guy. From the darkness, you can still see the flicker of fire back in the in the parking lot. Kind of a bit of a glow that that comes up the ramp. But it's mostly dark back that way. There's still just your just your flashlights illuminating the scene, except that the driver of the truck also had in the cab. He had a string of Christmas lights going, and uh, so those are blinking there too. But then out of the darkness, as if someone out there in the dark were bowling, comes rolling ahead, and the head rolls right up to Kyle's feet and stops there, and the dead body stares up eyelessly at him gross what are you doing theo i guess i would have been running to catch up with blake and then um upon seeing the head freaked out sufficiently um i want to aim my flashlight in the direction the head came from though and see what we can see if anything and i want to know if any of your cats have gotten loose during all of this so roll me five dice do i get to roll my extra die or no yes you do is your brink now at the top of your stack yep and i rolled a single one and that is it and it happened to be my, my special die, but... Well, you will not lose that because of the one. Cool. However, it is still a failure. Yep. Although, now that you have your brink, you can embrace that brink. Uh, you can embrace that dark side of yourself if it makes sense, or if we can make it make sense. And you can re-roll all of your dice, if you so desire. You won't. I think I can do that, yeah. You won't burn the brink unless you fail. Uh, no, I again. think I want to do it. Okay, so you're embracing your dark side here. What is that dark side? Um, I have been seen conjuring and in deep trances, floating and talking to demons. Ooh. I have been caught selling my soul. So Whoa. Uh, to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Whack! <laughs> <laughs> Pull out my chalk out of my fanny pack, start drawing some fucking things on the ground. I don't know what they're called. I don't know. Runes? Sure. There was our one F bomb for the episode to stay oh, at our PG so 13 rating. <laughs> Oops. I'm going to draw them on the ground and start speaking in tongues to try and conjure something to protect us, me, us. Reroll your dice. Two ones and a six. <laughs> well, presumably, uh, well, are those two ones from uh, any, either of them from your hope die? Nope. Okay. Both of those will go away for the rest of the scene. So everybody is down to three dice now, but you do gain, oh wait, I may still have narrative control. You said one six? Yep. Me too. 
I have narrative control, but it was a success. So suddenly, Theo just drops to the ground. The cats go and and leap away from her, Uh, but they don't go very far. They're scared both of the uh, whatever's in the dark behind and of the smell of the uh, of the truck and the body. At least for a moment, they are. And Theo pulls out of her fanny pack some chalk and just starts drawing these strange symbols. Kind of looks like the candle cam symbols on the uh, on the ground. And well, actually, let's see. <laughs> you're you're trying to do what exactly? You're trying to conjure up something to protect yourselves with? Yes, the demons I have sold my soul to. I am calling upon them to help me. Uh, in the midst of this circle, as you start chanting, you like lift your head to the to the ceiling, and your mouth opens wide, and you just scream, but there's no sound to it. And these wispy forms just sort of flow out, and then they flow into the headless corpse that is on the ground, and it twitches, and it shudders, and then it gets to its feet and staggers there for a moment. Good heavens, Kyle and Blake, what do you do? Uh, having just pulled the candy canes from it to be like, hey, I could wield these. Um, Blake is going to like, like kind of dance away from it and do one of those like 50s cartoon, like OMG a mouse poses. Are you, are you looking to, you know, create some humor in the situation? I mean, not intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but trying I'm to work for your it. moment here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working towards it. Oh my God, Theo. But can she hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh my God, she answered me. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I could hear you. Never mind, hold on. <laughs> I retract that statement. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once uh, the forms left Theo's mouth, uh, she kind of shakes herself and comes out of it and is herself again. Blake? I'm like screaming for way longer than is necessary. <laughs> Theo, what did you just do? From the darkness at the base of the uh ramp oh 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 ah. i summoned help okay okay <laughs> the body starts shambling fall fall walking dripping blood now that it's shifted and it just begins to walk in a, just a horribly staggered way uh down the ramp um toward shia LaBeouf. so yeah theo your your corpse is now going to go do <laughs> do battle uh, <laughs> with with Shia. So um, go ahead and roll me dice again. We're down to three. Oh shit! I got a one and nothing more. Oh no! A one and nothing more. Well, you have your brink still, so you can try your brink again. Will I get my it, die back? You would um, re-roll everything, but if you fail it. Uh, you will burn your brink and lose your hope die. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Two sixes and a five on my hope die. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's full success. Dang. Now my cats do my bidding. <laughs> so, so yes, I would even say that you can now see through the eyes of your cats and through the, uh, well, not through the eyes of your <laughs> you can you can also see through the corpse. You can see through the eyes of the corpse, but it's still up here with you guys. So yeah, you the head's stuck under the seat or something. <laughs> no, it's right by me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah, so Kyle, it seemed like it was eyeless, but now there's uh, a, a light glows from within the um, from within the sockets of the uh, of the head, and you can tell that it's looking at you. <laughs> um, I'm taking the opportunity to actually boot to the head, kick this thing towards the Shia LaBeouf creature. Here's the thing: the head goes rolling on down into the dark. The cats. Do you have them, Theo? What? Narrate the scene. You you got so much success there. My cats would just be on the ground around me because they would have jumped off when I first wrote my cantation on the ground. Um, so the cats are in the vicinity. What am I doing? What am I gonna do? Oh. And now I've actually sent my cats to Shia LaBeouf, and I want them to charge at him and jump on him and start scratching him up as best they can. They do so, and they rush down the 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 ramp and then just leap all three of them onto Shia LaBeouf and he's writhing around and throw you know trying to grab the cats and throw them away or eat them and then the body is there too what what is it doing has it gotten close enough to touch it yet <laughs> okay <laughs> I mean it's your it's your narration I so. hate narrating <laughs> um the body stumbles over and it begins to try to just push Shia back so it's just like aim aimless aimlessly like just shuffling at it. Shia LaBeouf's being pushed back and the cats are on him and he's like flailing around and he's going, oh, 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 jolly. But now you can't see him anymore down there at the bottom of the, of the ramp in the darkness, even with your flashlights pointed down there. We have to find another way out. Can we get around him back up the elevator, back to the stairs? The body uh, that has been animated is pushing um, Shia LaBeouf backwards. So there is a space that you could, you could get out now. He's not just right there at the bottom of the ramp. We could, we could, um, we could go out through the first floor, or, um, or uh, out one of the other parking garage exits. Is there no way around or through the truck or under the truck? I mean, if you want to. Well, let's find out if there is or not. Uh, Kyle, roll, uh, roll three dice plus your hope die. I get a roll four. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, where'd that other one go? Okay, it doesn't count anyway. Uh, one six. No ones? No ones. I got no sixes. So how does one get past the truck? And it's just kind of jackknifed in the ramp, right? Mm -hmm. You guys, we could totally crawl under the truck. Come on, hurry, let's go before it, you know, has a chance to recuperate and get come at us. Okay, okay, we do that. Blake leads the way. Roll three dice. It's a six and nothing else. No sixes here. <laughs> Still. <laughs> so, so narrate away. I uh, pop out from under the truck and uh, I'm going to look around the street outside. I assume it's nighttime by now. Oh, quite. Yeah. And um, and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we're we're in a mall. So the parking lot's like probably usually usually reasonably lit. But since we've had so many power failures, I'm going to say the. Uh, the regular lights are out. There's still some holiday decorations, like exterior ones that are, uh, you know, flashing. Maybe there's one of those big... Faintly illuminating the... Yeah, there's one of those big, like, uh, like outlines of Santa where his arms, like, you know, like different lights are... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and uh, yeah, we're out. Is there uh, more parking lot or is it, like, just the street? You tell me. I'm going to say more parking lot and lots of cars. And who's going to be next? Theo or Kyle? Um, I will go. Um, this 
this looks like the section where my car's at. If we can make it to my car and just get out of here, that would be really great. Oh, I'm glad you have a car. I use public transit. Well, it's a good thing we didn't end up in the employee park. Wow. Theo, you are the last one to crawl under. Roll three dice for me. Uh, I got a one. Uh-oh. And that's it? Yep. All right. You can you can burn, or uh, not burn, but you can risk your brink if you want. I don't know how to work that in at this point. More magic. <laughs> I, I I have some suggestions for you if you want to do it. So. Yeah, otherwise we're down to like two die. Yeah. Because what's happening here is that, well, no, that would actually be... Um, that would be would a candle out and you would get us, uh, yeah. oh. it would reset. Yeah. But a candle going out will also be bad things happening. So with that mojo crap, can you bring down the like the parking structure so that it blocks them in? Yeah, man. Can you like can you do some of that like whoosh like fire? Shia LaBeouf is fighting his way back up the ramp. Um, the body is holding on to his back leg, dragging at him while the cats are still all over him, but he is one step at a time, coming up the ramp. Uh, do you want to use your brink or not? Yeah, okay. I do. Reroll them. Three dice. Oh, I got two ones and a five on my hope. Uh, well, the five is good for a success. The ones, however, all will go away. All right. Are we down to one die right now? Yep. Yeah, as you're crawling underneath, the body that you have animated starts climbing up Shia LaBeouf and brings him down to the ground, just mere feet from where he would have uh, been able to grab your leg, Theo. And you look back and see this, your eyes wide, and then you head off underneath the uh, truck and get out on the other side with your companions. By the way, I rolled a six, so I had narrative control. But you did have a, you did have a success there, so... We have one die. Now you're all out in the parking lot, and Kyle is yelling something about going to his car and heads off in a uh, particular direction, hoping he remembers where he parked it. And I follow. Roll your one die plus your hope die, Kyle. Uh, not a, a four and a three. And what's on top of your stack? My vice. You can not do anything then, because that's no good. <laughs> Yeah, it only would be good for re-rolling one. So a candle will go out, and that candle goes out as Shia LaBeouf shakes off his attackers and throws the jackknife truck out of the way. Screech! It goes as it just just crashes off to one side, and there stands Shia LaBeouf covered in blood and partial bits and pieces of, of Santa clothing. He's got a cat hanging off of his neck. He reaches up and grabs it and throws it to the side. It hits the wall with a squeal. And that candle goes, poor kitty. Poor kitty, indeed. That candle refused to go out. It's like, no. It was a tough one. <laughs> okay. There are five candles remaining. These things are true. The world is dark. Kyle, a truth. And I can see my car at the end of the row. Blake. Um, hmm. Um, golly. It's the far end of the row. The nearby doors of the mall swing open with a crash. Sorry. And no other people can be heard. And 
We and we and we are, are alive. alive. Yay! Five candles left. You have five dice, though. Those have reset. If you have your hope dice, then you have six to use. This game could go till three. Oh no! <laughs> They'll start going. They'll start going faster now. Yeah. All right. So, um, you start running toward the car, led by Kyle. Okay. Silhouetted in the open doors that just crashed open uh, from the mall entrance that's not far away from the parking lot, interior parking lot entrance, uh, you see at least three figures. All of them seem to be dressed in, well, at least they have the silhouette against the light of the Christmas tree in the back of being mall Santas. Unfortunately, they also have the look of being quite quite dead, and they break into a run following you, just as Shia LaBeouf does as well, dropping to all fours and loping across the uh, parking lot toward you. But you get to the car. Um, what kind of car do you have there, Kyle? It's a mid-80s station wagon, and it's got a bunch of, you know, theater stuff in it, costumes, masks, just the random stuff strewn about in the back. I have a few thoughts about this uh, this particular scene, so why don't you, Kyle, go ahead and um, roll five dice plus your hope die. That's, dang, two sixes and two ones. Okay, I have no sixes. And you said, what was at the top of your stack? My vice. Okay. Would you like to try to re-roll those ones? I mean, you succeeded, so it's just whether you'll lose yeah. those ones for the rest of the scene or not. And there were two of them? Three? Okay, yeah, I'm going to freak out a little bit. <laughs> Is that your vice, freaking out? Um, not quite. Um, it's more being jealous and envious. And I... Go ahead. I'm just burning a... So we burn it whether it's successful or not? If you want to reroll the ones, yeah. You probably caused this deal. You should be the one to deal with it. And I think that the reason these evil Santa things are even here is because of you. And you can just go and fight them by yourself. Blake, are you with me? Whoa, man. Hey. Uh... It's my vice. I'm jealous. <laughs> jealous of the power. It's Jealous of the power. It's too cool. Envious. I wish I had the power, but I don't. So I think she should deal with it. Did re-roll your ones. <laughs> uh, two and a four. Okay. Okay. So you get to keep them. Yay. Ooh. Uh, and you also have narrative control, but so you were, you were, uh, you've said all of this. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, it feels really bad. <laughs> <laughs> also, both of your characters in these 10 candles games has really, uh, gone off on, uh, yeah. on Elaine's <laughs> on <Elaine>. character. <laughs> Oh. I know, right? We're so mean to you, Elaine. We love you. <laughs> it just works out that way. It's improv. <laughs> <laughs> um, so unless you can make this stop, I don't even want you near my car. Whoa. Blake, are you with me? Dude, <laughs> no. Wait, wait a minute. Dude, like, ho ho hold on, man. Have you seen, like, like, any zombie movie ever, my dude? Like... Like you, you know, you get one and it like bites another thing and, you know, and then that thing like turns into a zombie too. And like, I don't know why he has some kind of like Santa thing, but you know, yeah, but they, why? they say like, you better watch out, man. You better watch out. 
you know? I have nothing to do with the Santas. I'm so, just trying to react to them to protect us as we are getting out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like, y- you know, and like, I mean, like, I don't know about you, but I like, um, I'm pretty sure she did the the spooky stuff, like, after everything started happening. So I'm, I'm not edging my way away from the conversation and going towards my car. No, like, 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 I'll come with, we'll come with you and stuff, but, like, you, <laughs> you gotta ch- chill out. I mean, like, uh, what are they gonna do? Put us on their naughty list? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a joke, Blake. No, man, I'm just trying to lighten the mood, get you to calm down. There's lighten the mood? There's heads rolling at my feet. I sense a, a roll coming on here as, uh, as, uh, uh, Blake may or may not succeed in in what uh, he's trying to do. <laughs> so um, go ahead, Sharon. Um, roll. I guess you still have five dice. Yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna try for your moment. If you don't, then trying for my moment. I failed to try for my moment. I rolled one one and no sixes. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. Well, that moment, that moment of hope, the moment of hope that you could. Use, you know, some levity to to save everything. Off it goes. Ouch. That hurt. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't burn the candle out while you're lighting the car. <laughs> or yourself. While you are arguing, uh, they're up close. They're on you, uh, almost. They're, they're certainly surrounding the car as you're scrabbling at the door, as you're yelling at one another. Uh, trying to persuade or or break the others. And you see, the strangest darn thing, they're all Shia LaBeouf. And they're all going, oh, 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 That's what I'm saying, man. They all turn into the same thing. We should just make them dig holes. <laughs> and a candle goes out. And a dice goes away. Zounds. Four candles remain. So four dice are available to you. And now we have some truths that could help you get out of this. I might recommend they have something to do with the car. Not what you do with the car, but whether the doors are locked, whether you have the keys, whether, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um. Uh, what kind of car was it, Jesse? Just so I don't, un- you know, double. The mid-80s station wagon. Okay. You know what? These things are true. The world is dark. Um, and Kyle, that's his name. Uh, Kyle's been keeping this thing running so smoothly. Okay, that's it for that one. But the doors are locked. Theo, you get one? My cats have returned. <laughs> okay. And three, two, one. And, and we... we- are alive. alive that was actually a pretty good one it wasn't bad it's so hard to coordinate on zoom i feel like there's a lag uh your cats your cats theo they come to you or at least two of them do which two say prancer and dixon okay uh so that means that the one that got thrown was um was which one dasher okay but dasher returns to you as well what? in the midst of all of the um other Shia LaBeouf, half Santas. Church, I buried you. And it's wearing a tiny little Santa hat. And its face looks vaguely like a cat version of Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> meow, meow, 
Meow. No. All right. Kyle's at the door, though. The the pressure of the moment of all the things around being um, even more than his jealousy <laughs> of of the magic that uh, Theo brought to bear. And he's pulling at the door, but it's locked. What do you do, Kyle? I remember that the keys are in my pocket, and I try to take them out. You get the keys out, and you jam them in the door, and you'd better roll a die so you can take narrative control. No ones. No sixes. Oh, no ones and no sixes. No ones, no sixes. <laughs> uh, what's your top stack? Uh, my brink. Okay. Do you want to embrace your dark side to re-roll all of that? Ouch. <laughs> You're so mean, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> to roll all of it, including my hope? Yep. Uh, what kind of threat is coming at me right now while I'm doing this? So all around the car right now are arrayed because more have come out of the out of the mall. As far as you know, there were either dozens or somehow they're growing new Santa clothes uh, even as they come. But there's just more... It's a big mall. Uh, more of these Shia LaBeouf Santas now. And the new kitty that showed up with the Santa hat, how close is it to me? Uh, also relatively close. I mean, they're 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 coming in now. They they ran up, and now they circled the car, and you guys, and now they're just closing in, going, oh, oh, oh. And you see the original Shia LaBeouf, too, that, that seems more Shia LaBeouf-like than the others. And the other Santas. Okay. Um, the Santa LaBeouf. Uh, <laughs> the Santa LaBeouf's. Yes. I had that thought, like, I was sitting on it. <laughs> um, uh, in, uh, in a moment while just trying to get the door open, I kick the... the. It's an evil kitty. It's an evil so. kitty, right. So I go ahead and kick the evil kitty back towards the Santa LaBeouf. Sure, but that little kitty is not an ally anymore. Oh, damn it. That does not work for my brink, then. <laughs> no, it does not. Who else is closest to me? Oh, they're both there. Including cats. Including cats. Multiple cat kicks at this point. I'm so sorry, Theo. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> a cat's life is less important than a human life in my eyes. And I'm just uh, punting the kitties. <laughs> At Shia LaBeouf. Punching all the kitties, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> uh, Reroll. Oh, man, that's so mean. <laughs> I am oh not God. like this in real life, people, just so you know. Okay, that's a five on my hope die. That's the best I got. Woo! No ones. Okay, so you don't lose any dice and you do succeed, but I have narrative control. I'm so sorry about the cats. <laughs> I'm going to cry tonight. So, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle gets the key into the door, but he can't quite get his hands are like all over the place. And then, and the, the um, Santa LaBeoufs are closing in at, while um, Shia himself is standing on top of the roof of a nearby Prius, uh, kind of half hunched over, posed like he's howling at the sky, but not having any sound coming out of him except for that terrible deep ho, ho, ho. And Kyle just can't take it. And it, looks around and he just grabs one cat and throws it into the into the midst and then he kicks the other cat into the into the mess of of uh, Santa LaBeouf's as well yeah. and they and they fall on the cats and and you lose sight of them but it gives Kyle time to get his key into the door and get it open and then he leaps into the driver's seat and is slamming the key 
into the into the uh, ignition. What are the rest of you doing? I want in the car, but he doesn't want me in the car. Now he's got to let me in the car because he hurt my cat. I'm gonna stick my foot in the in the driver's side door so he can't close it and reach in there and press the manual unlock of all the doors. Ooh-hoo. Theo, get in the car. <laughs> Let's see how that works out for you. Roll four dice. You don't get a hope die, unfortunately, right? I do not. You lost your hope. I'm not having a good time, and I'm still not having a good time because I have received one one and no sixes. One one and no sixes. Well, I believe your brink is probably at the top now. Oh, my vice actually is. Oh, okay. it was stuck you behind can, my moment for this whole time. Uh, you can <laughs> use that to re-roll that one if you want. I will. Oh, 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 oh. It's a five. So no sixes? No sixes. No sixes. Because I can only worry all the one, right? Not the right. others. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, um, actually, that revealed your brink, though. So you can use um, cards that are revealed. So you can uh, use your brink if you want. You can embrace your dark side to reroll everything. Or another candle will go out. And who knows what will happen. Boy. Your brink's a toughie. My brink's a toughie. All the Santa Laboos stop saying ho, ho, ho and start chanting in unison. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Heck it. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start trying to grapple with uh, Kyle and uh, trying to force him to like scoot over, let us both in the car. And I'm like pulling at him pulling at his arm. If he won't move over, I'll pull him out of the car. What's your, uh, what's your brink? Uh, I've seen you push someone down to get away yourself or shut a door on someone <laughs> to keep them out and save yourself. <laughs> it's exactly the one that I gave to Kyle. <laughs> Pretty much. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Great minds, I guess. Pretty much. Yeah. You, you, you wouldn't know that we, you know, do like seven, Role-playing games together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Okay, you get to re-roll all of them. Give it a go. See what happens. Uh, damn it. No, nothing. Not a one, not oh. a six. Oh, well. Well, your brink is also burned. You don't get to embrace that one again. Yoinkers. So you are out of... Cards. Yeah, you're out of cards. You're just whatever, whatever the dice rolls. I should have saved it. I've been on an unlucky streak. Oh, well. Let me in the car, man. Just let us in the car, man. You, Blake, start pulling at um at at Kyle, yelling, "Let us in the car! Let us in the car! Get over! Just let us in the car!" And you actually partly pull Kyle out of the car, and he's he's like still got a hold of the uh, key in the ignition, and it snaps off, and <laughs> and all around it's Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, Santa LaBeouf. <laughs> one's in the back got the jingle bell and is like <laughs> yeah and then yeah the one has the one of them is one of the um bell ringing santas at the beginning and at the front doors and he's ringing his bell <laughs> saying salvation army labeouf <laughs> oh man there are three candles remaining just the three so everybody gets three dice to use plus your hope die if you have one I, however, have seven to roll. Elaine will be happy to know that I 
will almost certainly be taking control of narration from here on <laughs> out. There are some uh, options you have for that, though. If you really want to take over narration, you can choose for a candle to go out. Or if it's a dire conflict, which seems like they all are going to be right now, you can, um, you know, choose to die and take over narration for that, too. But for right now, we have a couple of truths. These things are true. The world is dark. Theo can still see through the eyes of the cats. Although the key broke off in the ignition, Kyle got the car started before it did. And, and we are and we are alive. alive. <laughs> Damn it. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of us remembered that we were supposed to I do it. I thought there was one more truth. <laughs> it's I know, just I the three. That's what messes me up. It's yeah. always the last one. The third mm -hmm. truth would be, and we are alive. Yeah, I always forget that the last truth is a candle. All right. So, all right. So the car is running. Uh, Kyle is half in and half out of the uh, station wagon. Theo can suddenly see double, can see what she's seeing, uh, which is uh, Blake fighting with Kyle over control of the car. Uh, but can also see out of the eyes of the, what are we calling them? The <laughs> uh, Shia Kitties. <laughs> Kitty <I LaBeouf>. guess. <laughs> One of which still appears to be Cat rather than Kitty LaBeouf. But two of the three cats are Kitty LaBeouf's. What do you do? I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. Just let us in the car. No, that was too much. And I throw my foot straight up into Blake's face. And I'm playing my brink again if I need to. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're trying to get out of there. You're just trying to. I'm trying to get the F out of town. Just out of the way. And you're just going to hit the gas and drive. Yep. Okay. Well, you know what it is. It's a roll. It's a roll. But, I mean, you don't have to burn your brink. Uh, you don't have to do your brink beforehand. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> you I do. see what you get. Because <laughs> I got twos and threes. Okay. I feel like we started this game all rolling super well, and now we're all rolling really well. Well, you had 10 dice. <laughs> yeah, That's we true. had 10 dice at first. And and the first two rolls from, I believe, Elaine took out candles. Yeah, okay. I did yeah. that at the beginning. So my brain yeah, is throwing my foot straight up into Blake's face to try and protect myself since I rolled crappy. <laughs> Sorry, Blake. I love you. Um, that is one six. No ones. Well, actually, it's a five, but it's on my hope dice. I was going to congratulate you, but I realized this directly negatively impacts me. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we all die. Good job kicking me in the face. Kyle kicks Blake in the face and Blake falls backwards because I have narrative control. I got a six. Mm. <laughs> and then Kyle like just like throws himself into the car and slams the door and hits the gas. And suddenly he's just barreling off through um, a hole, you know, like two or three of the uh, Santa LaBeoufs and they're leaping up on the hood of the car and a couple of them uh, on the other side of the car grabbing onto the, the door handles on the other side. But, um, but yeah, he's taken off. He, uh, he, he's just roaring out of the parking spot and, um, and, and off he goes, Blake, what do you do? Staunch my, I assume streaming broken nose, uh, <laughs> stand back up, go like, ah, after the retreating car and um i'm gonna try and i'm gonna try and i'm gonna try and run in the direction that i think is filled with a f 
fewest Sentinel buffs. That would be the corridor opened up by the station wagon as it uh, barreled through them. Well, I didn't run, want to run after him, but it's just the most logical <laughs> way to go. I'm not running after him. I'm running through the most logical way to go. <laughs> uh, what about you, Theo? What are you doing? <clears throat> I want to conjure something again, so I think that I would uh, try to work my magics, literally. And you still have your brink? I do. And thus your hope die. Uh, but what are you trying to do? I mean, um, there's... I want to call an army of cats. All right. Well, so you are, you're looking for some way out. You're looking for some magical means of, of getting free. So um, you, can, you don't have to roll your brink first. You can, you can just roll uh, in your attempt to escape here. And then if you win narrative control, you can do so. If you don't, then I will figure out what happens. Cool. Let me do that, Ben. Ooh, only one oh, six, nope. so you have I a shot. I definitely got a one and nothing else. Oh, goodness. So now you can do that brink part to embrace that dark side and uh, re-roll all of those if you so desire, which... Okay, let's do it. Oh, shit. Um, I got A6. Uh, A6? Yeah. Okay. Any ones? No. Okay. You see Kyle just take off in the station wagon. He's closing the door even as he's, as he's hitting the gas and driving away. Um, Blake starts running in that direction too, as if he's running after, um, you know, Kyle to try to catch him and apologize or something <laughs> or, or just taking advantage of the hole. <laughs> you can still see through the eyes of your cats. You want to summon more. You know, there's plenty of cats around. And so you reach out through them using those dark demonic magics. And then you feel them all over cats everywhere. Dasher and dancer. And they start rushing in this direction and they, they run in and then they're jumping on Santa LaBeouf's and the Santa LaBeouf's are, are distracted fighting the cats. Uh, but actual Santa cannibal Shia LaBeouf is not. He looks at you, stares you down and then laughs his Santa laugh. Ho, ho, ho. And it seems to be getting more, more Santa like with every moment that passes, but this does give you the the break you need. You can you can make your way in some direction if you so desire. Which which way would you like to go? With Blake. Okay, so you start running after Blake. You leap over a a downed Santa LaBeouf that the car has driven over, and and are are on your way. Meanwhile, you still see through your eyes and through theirs the um, the the cat versus Santa LaBeouf fights even as Shia LaBeouf leaps over all of them in a giant spring and comes sprinting after you all. My God. <laughs> Am I able to see this through my rear view? Oh, yeah. And in the one that objects in a mirror may be closer than they appear one, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Kyle is having a slight change of heart as he's nearing the uh, main road out of the mall parking lot and throws on the emergency brake, whips the wheel around to face into the Shia LaBeoufs. Well, you know what comes next? A roll? Oh, yeah. You still have your brink. Act. Well, yeah, you definitely still have your brink active. My brink's <laughs> there, but I don't know if it's going to count in this one. I got one six, no ones. One six, no ones. Um, I have narrative control, but that is a success, and you're not losing any dice. Okay. You rev up the car. 
and you aim at a, a big throng of, of them that also appear to be distracted by cats right now, and you just go barreling back uh, into the fray. Honking all the way along to get Blake and Theo out of the way. Honking all the way. <laughs> oh, what fun it is to drive my station wagon today. Hey, Station hey. wagon and sleigh. They leap aside and um, you are, you just barrel right into the, um, right into the smack dab, dab up middle of them. But um, Shia LaBeouf, who is also coming toward you, leaps onto the hood of your car and then onto the roof and then off of it as he goes after uh, Blake and um, Theo. Well, that mofo. But also, you hear from your back seat, oh, oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> you better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. Blake had unlocked all of the doors and one had crawled into the back seat on the passenger side or through the back hatch. You don't know. Since the car is barreling right at the building at full speed, I'm going to take the risk and. um, You're mostly barreling toward a bunch of other cars because remember you were at the far end of a parking lot here. Um. Looking in my review and seeing this creepy thing in my back seat, I instinctively... Oh, yeah, it's there. I throw open my door and leap out the side. And nothing more. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to cut away from that for a moment before I have you roll that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, because Theo and uh, Blake are facing off, uh, sort of, because they had to leap out of the way, and we'll see how that goes, but facing off against actual... Santa cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> uh, so Theo, um, let's see how you're doing here. Well, you know what? Um, sorry, Blake, you haven't had a chance to do anything for a minute. So go ahead and roll. Okay. Blake was closest to the car as I was barreling back through anyway. Makes sense. It's a one Ouch. and nothing more in the immortal words of Elaine and nothing more. That's so poetic. Okay. Yep. And there's nothing you can do about that. Yep. Well, I mean, there isn't, so. As the car goes by you and as um, Shia LaBeouf leaps off of it, uh, the back of the uh, station wagon clips your leg and you go spinning around and you're thrown to the the uh, ground of the parking lot. And sh- then you look up and you see Shia LaBeouf coming right down towards you. But well, that's a candle. Two candles left. I have eight dice to work with. You have two plus any hope dice, except for... Blake, who has, you know, run out of hope. Yeah. And here we are. The car is barreling toward a big mass of uh, Santa LaBeouf's fighting with uh, cats and and cars. Uh, Theo, uh, you you see that, and then you also see actual Shia LaBeouf uh, pouncing from the top of the moving vehicle toward toward Blake. What do you do? I'm going to reach into my fanny pack and pull out my pepper spray. And can I grab the Santa? Just a random one? No, is the is the one attacking Blake close enough? To, are they close enough for me to intervene? Yeah, you're you're close enough. You were you were pretty close behind Blake on the run. Okay, then I'm going to pull him and turn him around so that I can pepper spray him in the face. So he lands right on top of uh, Blake, straddling Blake, and is lifts his arms up. As if to just go down and disembowel Blake or rip Blake's head off. And you get to roll some dice, but not very many of them. Two plus your hope dice. Uh, 
I rolled a five on my hope dice and a one on my other die. Uh, would you like to risk your brink or, I mean, you have a success there, so you, you succeed, but it's whether or not you want to keep, you know, two dice around for the rest of the scene or just the one. Yeah, no, I'd like to try and use it then. You're like letting the demons just have, do their will with your body. So uh, re-roll both those dice because you have to re-roll both of them. You can't just re-roll the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <clears throat> I got a two, a three, and a two. Well, that, that actually turns out to be worse. Yep. All right. Burn my card. Unsuccessful. And we lose a die. And a candle. And a candle? Mm-hmm. It's a yeah, because it was unsuccessful. God. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. One candle remains. You all get one die. Um, so, Kyle, you still have your hope die, but I'm sorry, uh, Theo, you lost your hope die along with your brink. Oh. I forgot that part. The brink is complicated. It is. It is complicated. Now, things are going to get even more complicated here um, as we continue on, because now when you fail, a candle does not go out, but you die. But here's the thing. Sorry, we do still have truths, uh, but I guess there's only one truth remaining after, you know, these things are true. The world is dark. And we, and we are, are alive. alive. Indeed, for the moment. Here's the thing. Theo, you, you try to, you know, pull on a power. You've, you've now done so more than you've ever done before. Um, so, many, so many demons seem to be roiling inside of you now, uh, just, you know, waiting for their time to, to come out. And you can feel the, the darkness welling up in you. And it's a real serious issue to try to, you know, fight that back. Uh, worse, you can um, feel all the cats and they're all turning into um, kitty laboofs, uh, <laughs> Santa kitty laboofs, finding tiny little bells or tiny little Santa hats or tiny little Santa booties. <laughs> and so it is. <laughs> Blake, you are there, Shia LaBeouf, actual Santa cannibal is right above you and poised to disembowel you or rip your head off. What do you do? Roll under the nearest car. All right. Uh, roll the one dice available to you. It's two. <laughs> I rolled all of one six. I'm still rolling pretty poorly, but that's <laughs> irrelevant. Yes. Blake, narrate your death. It's like full, like the most gnarly slasher movies. He like, lands full on me you hear ribs crack you hear the breath go out of me and he like yes yeah. <laughs> he fully he like leans and whispers really quietly in my ear uh no he um he does a, a power pose with shoulders hunched and hands curled up and just leans down real slow and stretches my like chin up to lengthen my neck out and then just takes a bite and starts eating. Theo, you see Shia LaBeouf just rip into Blake, and Blake's throat yeah, is just ripped out. Kyle, um, you have leapt out of the car as it goes plowing into a bunch of Santa LaBeoufs and cats and things. Go ahead and go ahead and roll for me. You still have a hope die, I believe. Okay. Uh, that did me no good. No sixes, no ones. Out of nine dice, I still rolled one six. 
Okay, do you want to um, embrace your brink again here? As you see Blake get torn apart by actual Santa cannibal Shia LaBeouf. As I'm rolling around and bouncing off of other cars nearby, I don't see the ability to use my brink. You can, Theo's still there too. You could always just leave. There's a few paths to perhaps freedom. Hopefully I haven't been seen and will try to crawl myself up under a car to hide myself. Reroll. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't any better. Four and a three. You get to narrate your death. As I crawl up under the nearest car, trying to avoid the Shia LaBeouf cats, more than I thought I'd ever seen in my entire life, start to crawl up under the car with me. And they're all wearing Santa hats (laughs) or booties. And they're crying, meow, meow, And I scream as they all tear into me. Theo, you hear Kyle screaming. Blake's screams are cut out. Ugh, I got in too deep. I can't get out of this mess. I guess I just try to run, man. Roll a die. Let's see. It's all I can do. Let's see what happens. It, oh, that was really, it's a three. Um, did you lose your hope die? Oh, yeah, you did. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I don't want to describe my death. Would you like me to? Yes, please. You'll make it sound so much more fun. The Santa LaBeoufs, having already taken out the, the cats and turned them into Kitty LaBeouf, Santa tabbies, all of them surround you. They just surround you, Theo. They don't leap on you. They don't tear you apart. They just surround you. And then a corridor opens and loping into it comes Santa Cannibal, Shia LaBeouf. And he looks at you and he laughs. Oh, 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 oh. And then with some great amount of effort, he says, with your magic, we can become Krampus LaBeouf. (laughs) We see then as the picture pans out, all of the Santa LaBeoufs and actual Santa Cannibal LaBeouf all just pile in on Theo. And we just hear, oh, 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 and screeching of cats as our camera goes further and further and further away. These things are true. The world is dark. All right, it's your boy Blake. A lot of you have been asking me for introductions to my beautiful lady coworkers who I talked about in my videos sometimes, and I finally got all of their permission. So here we are at the Seas Candies. Uh, Trudy, my carpool buddy, who said she was going to sell me her car when she gets too old to drive it. So that's another 40 years, right, Trudy? Uh, this is Ruthie, my work grandma. She knitted me this heckin' adorable and super warm sweater. Uh, Ginger, mistress of the truff- truffle shuffle. She's our best saleswoman. Don't ask her for free stuff. Uh, Jean, the queen of clean our best closer, except me. Uh, and then this is uh, Edith. Uh, she's the expert of sugar-free, chocolate-free, gluten-free, any kind of free you could think of. She's the brave heart of candy. Uh, Evelyn, our lady of lollipops. Thank you, Evelyn. And uh, this is Bernadette, the mind behind it all, AKA our manager, AKA actually Ju- Dame Judy Dench in real life. And uh, anyway, those are the seven grannies of Mall 17. All right, I'm gonna go be a mall rat. Your homework is to watch this on repeat until you memorize my granny's names. There's going to be a quiz later. 
Hi, this is Kyle. I'm just uh, way excited to be uh, shopping for all of my cast and crew that have been working really hard on this production of It's a Wonderful Life. Um, we're really excited to be putting it on this weekend at the high school um, seven o'clock every night, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, I'm way excited. And these, these, these people have been so amazing. And I just really want to show them how much I appreciate how much they work they put into this production. So I'm off to get them some wonderful gifts. Um, thank you. And please come see the show. Well, happy holidays, everyone. I'm just reaching out saying thank you for shopping local and thank you for patroning my store. I am just so, so happy to have seen all your smiling faces. So thanks again. I hope you and yours stay safe and have a great, great holiday. Um, yeah, from us here at Plants and Things, happy holidays. Hey, anybody that's still around for the credits, we love you. <laughs> yep, we do. And happy holidays from all of us here at the Gothic Podcast. Podcast. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.